Warming up. Come on, jazz hands. We're live. We're live. There goes Mike from MW Tactical. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 321 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios here in Gainesville. Uh, we've got one of our guests tonight. There he goes, Mike from MW Tactical. What's going on? What's in going In the on? house, in the house. We also have Patrick Roberts of the Firearm Rack. He's going to be he's going to be on here probably in a few minutes. He's out at the range getting some uh, shooting in, but he'll be joining us pretty soon. And the title of our show tonight is Sue Parents for Giving Birth to You? Question mark. And that's that's the title. Do you know you know why, right, Mike? Uh I read it. I don't understand it, but eh, maybe we can make some sense of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tall order, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll try There's If you guys don't know, you could just search this. There's, uh, there's a knucklehead out there who's trying to sue his parents because they didn't get his permission before giving birth to him. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about a bunch of things here on the show tonight. Um, we're definitely going to do some more Gorn. I know we haven't done as much Gorn as you guys would probably like out there, so we're going to do some more Gorn. I have something in this in this uh, little container right here. What, what is this thing like? A pouch? Man, that sounds that looks yeah. like a little bit of um some sh- sh- action going on. Yeah, yeah, suppressor all the way up in there from Liberty. So I'm going to show you guys that. And we've got some. I've brought in some guns and things like that for show and tell. So we're definitely going to do that up in here. Um, I want to remind everyone out there, please smash the thumbs, okay? Let's see all those thumbs ups out there from everyone. Um, you know, also make sure you share this. Make sure you're subscribed. If you're not subscribed, subscribe now. Then ring the bell. All very important things. If you're wondering, oh, I didn't know the show was coming on. I don't get notified. Sometimes YouTube unsubscribes you. If you don't hit that notification bell, they don't tell you that we're coming on. All kinds of craziness. So that's what we're dealing with. Uh, let me see. Hey, Lola, can you close this door? Yeah, so let's see. You know what? Yesterday, Mike, since we had um, John Tig Tigan on for Mingazi, I don't know if you ever heard of, of Tig. Yes, I heard of him. Popular guy. Yeah, very nice guy. He was on yesterday, so the show was a little wild and crazy. So I didn't really shout out anyone. So I'll go through and shout out some folks tonight. Uh, I see uh, SoCal Gunner out there, Chris Williams, uh, DCG44s, Richard Hughes is out there, Scott Lyon also. Um, let's see who else we've got. Um, Armament and Axes is out there. Hey, would you blow me? Um, <laughs> out there. Flopping garbage. <laughs> Let's see who else we've got. Jade Grew is out there. Pistol Packing Mama Corey Williams is out there. She says, hey, y'all. We've also got uh, Bricks, Mr. FNH. Um, Jake Delahome. Uh, Jake Delahome says, any of y'all live near um, uh, Madeira Beach, Florida? A city councilwoman is in the news for sexual assault by licking city manager's face. Life out loud. I don't know if you heard about that one. No, I haven't heard about that one. Yeah, Florida is always getting up to stuff, man. Florida, you know, I live in Florida um, yeah. and I enjoy the Sunshine State. You know, I want to make the Sunshine State, excuse me, the Gunshine State all over again because we kind of like fell back a little bit. We're not the Gunshine State anymore that we should be. 
but you know, we're always in the news. Someone, someone, Florida, some part of Florida. It's a big, it's a long place. It's a long place. <laughs> it almost sounds like um, you borderline getting like California a little bit. Yeah. Well, you know, Florida yeah. is the dingus of America. <laughs> so, I think so all right. So yeah. give, give us a definition of what you mean by dingus. Dingus, the schlong, <laughs> Johnson. <laughs> I got you. I, <laughs> you know, it's the <laughs> it's the manpower. Let's put it that way of the America. Muscle, the and, muscle behind the tussle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, for that reason, you know, sometimes as a man, you have to know. Like my mom always told me, you got to keep your you got to keep your business clean because <laughs> otherwise things could go wrong. Florida gets real dirty. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> so oh, there's always something. There's always something going on here. So yeah. we'll talk about that one. That one's in the news. We could talk about it here. Psycho 316, Rob Avis. Let's see. We've got the Archangel. Uh, Brian uh, Nysel is also here. Greg 98K. Just trying to make sure I go through, get everyone in here. Imposter Jafari H. Uh, Jafari H says, what's happening today, my strange locked and loaded brethren? <laughs> there you go. That's the channel we're on, the lifestyles of the locked and loaded. You know, shout out also, you know what? I want to shout out here while I'm shouting out everyone that's here. I want to shout out all the people who actually download the podcast from iTunes and uh, Podbean and all the other places that the podcast is on. Uh, we've we, we've got about 60,000 downloads at this point, nice. you know, which I think is really cool. And then I uh, let me see. I captured I captured some uh, some some stats from from the thing yesterday so here we go so most of our listeners are in the united states of america which is awesome but we have some people out in canada there's 15 people in canada mike only 15 15 people we're we're taking over canada slowly hey you got to start somewhere right 15 people in canada are listening to this those if those 15 people told 15 people and they told 15 people, it would be like that old AIDS commercial. I don't know if you ever saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> but it would be like that. And we would take over Canada completely. All right, so, then. So let's just call it the Canada takeover. Then. Yeah. Let's get more Canadians out there, you know. Yeah, just so stay away from the bacon. Thing. I don't do bacon, but we can do anything yeah, else. Me neither. I don't I don't eat pork at all. Yeah, me either. Hey, great yeah. monster flight. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and close behind Canada, you're not going to believe this, Germany. Oh, I can understand Germany. What? Do you think it's some soldiers or something over there? Maybe? I don't know. Why, why yeah. do you think Germany? Why do you think Germany? Well, when I was over in Germany, um, because I, I didn't like the, the television programs over there, how it was set up, because I wasn't used to it. Okay. I would, I would watch YouTube. You know, so I would just go through YouTube and pick various shows and watch them like that. Uh, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Shout out to everyone in Germany. Uh, you know, you're welcome. Uh, same thing applies to Germany. You guys tell 14 people. They tell 14 people. You're having sex with everybody. <laughs> um, the United Kingdom, the UK, we've got eight people. So okay, none no. of them, none of them is Liam Neeson. None of them. None uh, of them yeah, that's what I was about to say. As long as it isn't Liam Neeson, <laughs> we're good. You know what I'm saying? No, it's okay. it's okay. I don't mind. I don't mind Liam Neeson listening to this. It's all right. You might learn something. You yeah, might learn something. You know. you Listen, know. I know that there's a lot of hate out there. I don't, you know, I don't think that we should like 
you know, we should tar and feather him or anything like that. You know, because I know there's a lot of hate out there at the same time, at the same time, you know, he had some dark thoughts in the past and we got to examine that. You know, we have to be honest with ourselves about it. What I believe is because of his dark thoughts, he should support guns because people would need guns to defend themselves against people like him with dark thoughts. Right. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but the whole thing is, is I don't understand how you are against guns, but every movie you pretty much made has something to do with the gun, defending somebody and something you believe in or their livelihood. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's it's hypocritical, without a yeah, doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. What do you think about this whole controversy? I don't know if you heard about it. I don't know if, you, if you're even aware of it, but there's a whole thing out there because he said years ago when he was a younger man, Someone raped a, a family member close to him and it happened to be a black guy. So he was really mad and he was out there for a couple of weeks walking around with, a, you know, with some kind of blunt object, hoping to get into a fight with like any black guy. What do you think about that? Uh, I don't agree with it, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? It. Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, um, the whole thing goes back into. If you ask me about somebody who's a racist, I honestly say um, I don't believe a racist is um, they know they're a true racist. All right? okay. somebody, somebody has to point it out to them. And Do you think we all have racism in our hearts in some somewhere at some point? We've all done uh, things. Not so much racism, but I can say hatred, but not racism. OK, you right. Know yeah. So. I think really, I think ultimately that's what a lot of this is. You know, we try to let like the other human beings, even if they don't look exactly the same as us. They are the closest thing on the planet to us, right. you know, pretty much underneath this skin. We're very much the same, uh, even though we obviously have different genetics and things like that. I think what happens, though, for, for this is this has happened from, uh, you know, the beginning of man. I think that when we get mad, when we have our own inadequacies, we have our own we have jealousies and all that kind of stuff. We take it out on people and we try to attach things uh, personal to those people about it. Right. I, I, I agree with that. I totally agree yeah. with that. Um, so. But you also know how it goes back also. Um, it bounces back to a hypocritical person, whereas let's take the Liam Neeson thing right now. Mm -hmm. By him being that, if everybody was to come down on him and it was to affect him making movies and him getting paid, now mm -hmm. you're going to start seeing the big apology come out and then what is he going to do next after that to try to justify it? But Okay. We can always say people are liable to change because somebody can teach you something that opens up your mind to bring you back mm -hmm. to reality. And I think he's saying I think he's trying to say that he changed and all that. I don't I, listen. I don't really even care about all of that. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a big controversy. You know, it's, it's drama that's out there. That's kind of like the flavor of the week and it'll eventually um, die down. We, we kind of have a lot of that going on right now with everything that's in Virginia. It's like every other day and every day. Someone in Virginia put on blackface. I think I think here's what we should do, Mike. I don't know. We could I think me and you, we're probably qualified to do this. Um, can we have like a moratorium or like some kind of um, what is it like a armistice or something like that? Where we where all the white people who did blackface in the past, we allow them to confess and then we'll just move on after that. <laughs> No, because there's more, a lot of people coming out of the woodworks now. There's a lot of people coming out. I'm more like this. This this is what needs to take place. How about we just say this? Right now, today, at this time, at um 1912 Eastern Standard Time, 
the BS stops. Everything else after that, we have the right to take our belts off and get busy with somebody and put them back on the right path. Okay. So everything you did up to this moment. <laughs> up good. until this moment, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, man. That's true. You know, um, listen, let me, let me continue before, before I go back to shouting out people. We actually have five people in Switzerland. What? Yes. There's five people in Switzerland oh, wow. sitting on fat Swiss bank accounts. I'm, mm. I don't know. I don't know if everyone in Switzerland's got Swiss. Well, if you're in Switzerland and you have a bank account, you have a Swiss bank account, I'm guessing. <laughs> so we got five people from Switzerland, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, even though you're touching um international realm, like I uh-huh. said, you gotta start somewhere and yeah, you know, Switzerland, I, me personally, I never really really thought people from Switzerland shoot guns. I mean, not saying they don't, but you know. Yeah. Well, you know. Uh, I think there's people all over the world that are interested in what we're talking about. We don't just talk about guns, but, you know, we talk about a a bunch of different things out there. So I appreciate all the people listening, man. I just want to mark it because today it's five, tomorrow it's 50, then it's 500, then 5,000, you know, we got nowhere to go, but up from here. We got nowhere to go from, but up from here. So let me go back to shouting out the people who are in here. Some people are probably going to get double shout outs because by now I forgot that I shouted you out already. (laughs) So that's how it goes. Uh, The juice. Shout out to the juice. Uh, Let's see what's going on. Flopping garbage. Christian Grest. um, Randy Peacock. James Lawson. Boss Hog. Rondell Stewart. Uh, Let's see who else we have in here. Screaming Skull Saloon. Hexamite one is in here as well. Let's see. Let's see. Simpson Road Larry. He says thumbs ups. Some thumbs up. Screaming Skull Saloon says it's Mike. He's shouting you out, Mike. Word. How's it going? Um, MC one SC AKA Mika says what's up. <laughs> James Miller, the canine coach. Shout out to the canine coach. Uh, let's see who else we got. Len Holt, uh, Dream Weaver man. Let's see who else we got. Uh, Brag Mo is here as well. Uh, Moo Butt, Brian Wyatt, Special K. Shout out to Special K. Uh, Drucifer. Okay, Drucifer. I see Drucifer in here. Snake Doctor 78. Uh, Michael Bender. Uh, Michael Bender says Switzerland is huge with guns. They also build the best. Love my K31 and K11. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We've got some people in Switzerland, you know. Uh, Candido Torres also here. Let's see who else we got. Uh, Daihatsu Dan Hatsu Dan. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that's what it is. Dan hates you, maybe. More better. <laughs> I'm still tripping out of some of the names here in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's see who else. I think that's it. Kenny Van Cleve. Um. Let's see. Big Cliff is also here. So Rich White. Uh, Rich White says Mike needs to go to VA and get those fools doing PT, get their heads right. <laughs> Rafael Morales also out there. Um, I think I shouted out Mr. FNH before. So, yeah, that's it. Listen, I don't know what's going on in Virginia, man. And you know, the sad part is I'm originally from Virginia. and Oh, you are? Okay. Yeah. So none of that stuff actually surprised me that it's going, it went down like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
I can understand like the turmoil that's going on in that area right now. So I know it's hectic and crazy. Yeah, I think, and this is this is something. Um, by the way, Dallas Purcell says he's here, so shout out to him. This is something I think we have to take into consideration. I'm not trying. I'm not excusing anyone of anything, but we have to realize that it's very difficult to judge people from yesterday by today's standards. Right. That's very true. Very true. Yeah, because yeah. we all did things yesterday. <laughs> And by yesterday, I mean 10, 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> you know, yeah. changes, you know, people can change, you know, so yeah. we shouldn't hold that against people because you got to learn from your mistakes. That's the only true way you're going to learn. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a bunch of stuff going on. We got, we, we just have to have some kind of like um, grace period or something where everyone comes out and it, like at this point, I think that's going to happen. There's going to be lots of scared people right now that they're going to be, you know what? While this is going on, I better come out and admit that I did something because then it's all going to get lost in the in the in the shuffle here. <laughs> well, the best part about it with um, um, Liam quote, mm-hmm. I guess you can say, was nobody dug it up. It just he volunteered that information and like it came out in, a, yeah. in an interview or a conversation like that. But yeah, it wasn't like it was something else that led up to it and people just started talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He he brought it up. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to him, what he was smoking before he went to do that. Maybe he just wanted to confess. Like, let yeah. me throw it out there before somebody finds it. Yeah, he's getting old, too. I think he's like 67 or something. You know, yeah. so uh, Walter is out there. Safety Harbor Firearm. Shout out to uh, Walter. Um, and then Sewell King. I don't know who that is. Sewell King, but Sewell King um, is out there also. Shout out to Sewell King. So, um, okay. So that's it. Let's see. That's, I think that's all the shout outs for now. If someone wants a shout out, we could definitely do it, but we'll see what, uh, what out there in the news, you know what, let's go to this, let's go to this, um, this news about the guy who's suing his parents. I think that's something we definitely have to conversate about. I'll throw up this Fox news article for you guys to read. Uh, Mike, I know you already read it. So here we go. Here's the headline Indian man to sue his parents for giving birth to him without his consent wants to be paid for his life he wants to be paid for his life so um a 27 year old indian man is going viral after he announced an intent to sue his parents claiming he didn't give his explicit consent to bring him into the world uh rafael samuel donning a fake beard and sunglasses said in a youtube video posted on tuesday that he's suing his parents because he was conceived without his consent and therefore his parents should pay for his life. I want everyone in India and the world to realize one thing, that they are born without their consent. I want them to understand that they do not owe their parents anything, he said. If we are born without our consent, <laughs> we, should be, we should be maintained for our life. We should be pay, paid by our parents to live. Yeah, my kids would probably like this if this was true, but screw that. It's bullshit. Not true. <laughs> you need to thank your parents every day for being in the world. <laughs> okay. And show some appreciation. So, um, uh, wow. You know, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was going to say the funny part is how did he even come up with that concept? Well, you I know? think it says here, um, See, he says to children, I would like to say, do not do anything for your parents if you do not want to. 
If you want to, if you truly genuinely feel like doing it, do it, he added. Samuel has been reported as a follower of anti-natalism, an increasingly popular yet bizarre ideology that believes that is morally wrong for people to procreate and takes a, a nihilistic approach towards human life, saying the humanity brings only suffering. Dude, just leave the planet. <laughs> so what about yeah. that? There is like that given law that, you know, your parents take care of you up until the age of 18. Then you step out in the world on your own. Mm -hmm. And then whatever you do after that, that's up to you. Like, if you don't want to be here, do whatever you feel you got to do to move away or make your life more enjoyable and peaceful. But right now, what you know what? What I don't understand about he's in India. His parents need to go um, just flog him. That's what I think. Go collect him, you know, take him to the town square, give him a sound thrashing and say, did, did I ask for permission to kick your ass just now? <laughs> no. Hey, a leather belt, a leather belt will solve that situation. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Okay. Listen, yes, you're not in control of your destiny in terms of being born into the world. Right. Fair mm -hmm. enough. But you're in the world. OK, mm -hmm. when you come when you come to a certain um, age, regardless of what it is, I don't really believe it's 18. But let's say you come to a certain age and you feel like you're, you know, like my mother would say, oh, you're smelling yourself now. Right. So, you know, that means that, oh, you're like, you know, your hormones are kicking up. You think you're hot shit or whatever. When you come to that realization, you do what you want to with your life. You know, yeah. you don't want to be here with the rest of us. Leave. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nobody, I, nobody's yeah. holding you down. Nobody's holding you back. Leave. You know, yeah, that's do true. what you got to do. <laughs> you don't want to be here. But it's, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just want to be in the room when they're holding this conversation to watch people actually debate this. Like, make, please make this make sense to me. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ron, what is this? Ronald Hotboy says, I would sue my parents, but. Have you all seen my dad? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Psycho 316 said, how about we sue on behalf of those that were aborted without their consent? Um, so I, yeah, how I don't think this, uh, I think he's in the wrong place for this because uh, India doesn't really care. You know, this is going to go a little viral in mm -hmm. India. But eventually, somebody's going to catch up to him. Mm, but yeah. I don't know about that that bad um costume he got going on. It's supposed to change his appearance. <laughs> it yeah. ain't really working too good. Right. Rondell Stewart says, "From this is a quote from his dad. I brought you into the world. I could take you out. Then he says, me, did you get my permission to bring me in? Smack. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, so. like I said, that right there, man. The, once this makes like major news, I'm waiting on the memes to happen because that's going to be an all day affair. Where you yeah, the silly, all. the silliest part is that he's wearing like a fake beard and sunglasses. This yeah. is just this is just someone just wanting to go viral. And yes, you're right. You know what? There's going to be a lot of memes. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do anything, dude. You don't have to do anything. You know, you don't want to be here. You don't have to be here. Get on a spaceship. Leave. I wonder if anybody in the chat can find like at least the first five or 10 that's already been put up about this. Somebody had to make a meme for this already. Oh, memes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I get the, there's, I guarantee you there's memes out there. So, mm. you know, um, yeah. 
Wait till that spreads to America. I guarantee you someone over here. See, this dude's in India. Someone here in America is going to try this nonsense. All right. Yeah. So now let me ask you this now. So um, your son is in college. Yeah. I right. have two. I have two boys in college. Oh, okay. I thought it was just one. So let's no, just happen to they, say they both are. Uh huh. Both of them came up with this theory: how they're going to attack mom and dad. So I don't believe they're going to talk to Lola like this. But they come to you and say, "Dad, we want to sue y'all because of whatever <laughs> this BS that the guy wrote uh-huh. about." Yeah. How, how um, would you handle that? Well, I will tell you if my if my if my kids, whenever they have stupid shit that they want to push forward, they don't come to me with the stupid <laughs> shit. I can just tell you that right now. They do go to Lola. Lola is their queen. Okay. They go, they tell her everything. They tell me I'm the evil dad <laughs> as far as they're concerned. So they don't they don't come to me with none of that bullshit. <laughs> they go through Lola first and then she tries to like smooth it out with me or whatever because right. um, i mean i listen my mom uh, you know both my parents raised me obviously but my mom is pretty brutal right. so and i think i'm i'm being really nice to my kids but in their minds i am a vicious dictator so <laughs> they yeah they wouldn't tell me this crap because i would be like oh okay you you could take whatever you own and leave the house which is nothing nothing this yeah. guy, if this guy was my kid, he wouldn't even have the beard or the sunglasses when he left the house. He could just leave with like w- all you own is nothing. You know, you could just leave naked and go walk out there. But when he leaves, Smart. is he leaving with um lumps? <laughs> um, you know, listen, I don't think that's necessary. You're a grown man, you want to talk crap to me or whatever. It's all good. All you gotta do is leave, man. The best the best punishment for me is not to have to pay for anything anymore. And I think a lot like here in America, especially nowadays, parents are doing a lot. You know, um, like you said, both of my boys are in college and, you know, that's what's the most important thing right now. So we still take care of them. Right. You know, and pay for stuff. I remember uh, one day I was one of them had to get a new cell phone and I went to Best Buy and they were both there. And the girl in Best Buy that was helping us out was their age. And I said to her, um, who, who buys you your phones and who pays your phone bill? And she laughed. She was like, nobody. I pay my own phone bill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, you two boys should be ashamed of yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, whatever, dude. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, they, they're, they are a little bit spoiled as it is right now. So, yeah. Huh? Yeah, they do. See, Lola said it. What was that? Oh, the earring thing. Oh, Lola wants. Yeah. Yeah. One of my sons wanted to get an earring. Oh, how did that go? Pierced? Uh, that not very well. He went to Lola. He told Lola that he wanted to get his ears pierced. Right. I was like, um, you know, that's man shit. You know, if you're if you when you're your own man and you think you can do whatever you want to do, do it. Right. You know, but as far as I'm concerned, the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm paying for for everything for you, the answer is no. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Now he he listen, he's 19 and he could he could come home one day with a with an earring or whatever, but I t- but honestly, I told him, "Listen, there's things in life that you don't have to rush to. You have your whole life to do it." Mm-hmm. So you don't have to rush out there right now and go get your ears pierced or get a tattoo. And I'm not I'm not against any of those things. You know, I have friends that have like everything pierced and tattoos all over the place. 
But I just think that that's one of those things like who are you trying to this is what I was asking him. Who are you trying to impress with piercing your ears? Because if you're trying to like impress some chicks or something like that, um, you have your ears pierced, but you don't have your own. You don't have a job. Right. <laughs> you don't pay your own bills. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that's, that's not man shit to me, you know. Right. So. Now, um, yeah, that was my answer on that one. So, so far as I know, he does not have his ears pierced. I don't care if he does. But it, as far as I'm concerned, my answer is no. And if you have to even come ask me, you sh- then you know yourself that the answer is no. <laughs> now, um, remember when we were um, kids, it was like an end thing to get uh, the one ear pierced. Right. You know what I'm saying? Did you even do that as a teenager? No, man. Look, no ear pierced. I have nothing like that. I have oh. no tattoos and I'm not, I'm not against that, man. My, right. uh, my older brother has like everything pierced. And when I say everything, I mean everything, even right. the, even his Florida is pierced. Oh, wow. So, um, you know, and I'm cool with that. That's how he, he's got a lot of tattoos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't have any, I have zero issues with that, but I was just never that person. And my kids could do whatever they want, but not when I am paying for shit. I got you. I yeah. got you. Yeah. Um, That's my motivation to pay for your own shit. You know, don't if you don't want to ask me anything, <laughs> pay for your own stuff. <laughs> yeah, now I got a few tattoos and um I had mm-hmm. one ear pierced. And the one ear that I had pierced, I remember I was 16 when I got the one ear pierced. So you were in high school? I was in high school at this time. And, and you were living with your parents. I was living with my father. Your right? father, okay. Yeah. And what did he think did. about that? Um, he was like, he didn't care as long as I paid for it. I just had to live with the consequences that come with it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Three, what? Three, three days after I got my ear pierced, I got into a fight. And the guy hit me on the side of my ear, and my ear swelled up so bad because mm. I just got it pierced. Oh, wow. And I never put another earring back in my ear after that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, so, and then when did you get all those tattoos? When you went into the military or when you yeah. were in high school? No, okay. all, my, all my tattoos were when I joined the military. Yeah, man. It's, look, that's man shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you signed up, you belong to the government. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, you decided you decided to give yourself over to the government for that time period. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can't I can't hate on you for that, you know. Right. And I'm not like I said, man, I'm not against all that stuff. I personally didn't do that. But just as far as I'm concerned is when your parents are responsible for you, why are you trying to look all coolio smooth, you know, like you're a badass or whatever it is, whatever it is that you yeah. feel that you need to do that. You're, you know, you're in college, you got time. And, I, and I'm not mad about taking care of my, my sons either. You know, I'm, I'm happy to do that. That's something that Lola and I are able to do. We're happy to do it. Um, you know, I'm the one that want, if they, they don't really like when they got out of high school, they didn't really know what they wanted to do. So I don't believe you have to go to college. But I think that if you don't know what you want to do and, you know, you're a young person out there. Both of my boys were like 17 when they when they graduated high school. And if you don't know what you want to do, listen, you could burn through those four years real quick. Right. Right. If you go when you're young. But if you try to go back and do that when you get older, not so easy. So. You know, I'm happy to do it, but, you know, that's that's just one of those things, man. That's just one of those things. Really, if you got to ask about it, then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, what you're doing is you're giving another perspective of life. 
Whereas mm-hmm. you're giving them something to look at and a matter of, okay, my rules, my way of belief, if you want to do it, you go out and you do it on your own, this side or another. Yeah. So it's nothing yeah. wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, flopping garbage says right ear or left because USA is different than what ear means in other countries. <laughs> means op- Well, and then some people now just get both ears. Yeah, well, I know Michael Jordan has both ears pierced, but I'm not saying yeah. that's the standard by anybody. Uh, yeah, I've seen lots of rappers and uh, celebrities and stuff like that with both ears. Uh, but I had my left ear. My left ear was pierced. Oh, okay. Well, and that means, was that the one that means you're not gay or? Uh, honestly, it was the thing when I was a teenager. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's why I think, I think in the 80s, like the whole thing, maybe in the 80s, that was an indication of some sort of something. I don't know. Uh, I, I have zero. I said I have zero issues with people that have piercings and tattoos and all that kind of stuff. I think it's really cool. Um, when you're this good looking, though, you don't need to do none of that shit. <laughs> yeah, my body is a temple. I want to make it as big as possible. I want to be one of those churches that expands. <laughs> How's that working for you? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on expansion right now. Uh, the juice says you're an instant badass when you wear tap out shirts and have tap out scrolled across your rear truck. When, wait, do people still do that? I, no. never, I never wore tap out shirts. Yeah, <laughs> I can honestly. I, now I have a pair yeah. of top out shorts, but I never right. wore a top out shirt. Yeah, Rodney Brady is saying FSU, FSU. Uh, I'm not sure why he's saying that. My son does go to FSU though. Hey, maybe that's, hey, maybe that's why he's saying it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Flopping garbage says left is not gay in the U.S. Makes, yeah. makes me no difference. Hey, that that was in my days. I was just doing stuff because it appeared to be the cool thing before I was like, that don't make any sense. I ain't doing that. (laughs) Yeah. I think that, look, I think that there's certain things out there in life that, um, you know, when you do those things, there's, uh, there's nothing wrong with it, but you have to know what it means. You can't just do it because it's cool. There's certain things you can do. You could buy a shirt because it's cool or some sneakers because it's cool or get a haircut or something because it's cool. Those things fade away and they, they could be changed. But then there's other things in life that when if you do it, you know, it should mean something, in my opinion. But there's lots of people out there that it doesn't mean anything to them. And then there's people that it's profoundly meaningful to them, you know. Right. So if you look at my if you look at my friend Josh from uh, Brownells, I mean, that's the most tattooed, pierced dude I ever met in my life, you know, and he's very right. he's a very deep thinker. Certainly, certainly deeper than me, you know, and yeah. though th- all of those things have meanings and stuff like that for him. And that's a life that he's chosen to live and that people judge him for when they see it. But that's like we were talking about before, man. That's what we all do. We no matter what you do, everyone judges everyone else. There's no way that you could avoid. Someone's going to judge you. But, oh, this guy's he's tall. He's short. <laughs> Right. You know, he's got this thing, he's got that thing. I don't like his face. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um it was a couple years ago. Um I met this guy, big muscle bound guy, like look like he ate horses, you know, instead of chicken. Mm-hmm. And um he all tied it up and everything, but the guy was really smart. And then mm-hmm. through the conversation, come to find out, man, this guy had a couple felonies and everything, but mm-hmm. he was like really smart. So I didn't judge him or anything, wasn't scared or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. But um, 
He didn't have a tap out shirt on though. I can honestly say that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't you know what I haven't seen, but they are muscle shirts. There are dudes. Yeah, some people still wear them though. Some right dudes now. like to wear those muscle shirts, um, or they like to wear shirts sizes too small. So they can brag to you about their muscles. Where hey, look, you so, know what? If you put in the work, it's it's just like um, chicks to have big boobs and wearing low cut shirts or whatever, so everyone can see the boobage. Yeah, but if, if you got it, you know. Yeah, might as well just don't wear a shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, but listen, man. If look, we all try to accentuate things, are you saying you don't try to accentuate things about yourself? All I got to do is smile when I step in a room. That's all I need. Oh, see? Okay. There you go. Yeah. But you see, you think that means something. And then like we were talking about the other day, other people, who was it? Someone was saying that if someone has really white teeth, <laughs> they think they're crazy. <laughs> so um, let me let me put it out there for the people who don't understand the, the concept of the tap out shirt. Um, it's nothing more than back in the day when the UFC first got its popularity. Um, the company named Tap Out, they was doing all the artwork um, for, you know, the UFC. That's their apparel. Just oh, okay. like um, back in the day when you saw like a, a lot of people who would work out in the gym, they had the Gold's Gym shirt on. Same concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, what is this? Psycho 316 says, then you get mad when they stare. Well, um, I, I don't know. Do you get mad when people stare at you? It took me a long time to get used to it. And, um, just like going to SHOT Show this year, I noticed mm-hmm. a lot of people staring at me. But mm-hmm. the people who were staring at me, they was looking at me trying to figure out who I was. Yeah, maybe yeah. they were thinking, is that Tiger Woods? I didn't know he was hey, into Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Tyson Becker. Let's go with Tyson Becker. <laughs> no, no, brother. No. I, no that's I, it. You're I cool and everything, but you're not Tyson Beckford, okay? And I don't. I don't want the stigma to come with Tiger Woods. <laughs> you, I know Tyson Beckford, sir. You are no Tyson. Tyson, no, um, no, no. You're gonna have to bulk up a little bit. You know, you're gonna have to get your tan on and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't like standing in the sun that long. So. <laughs> Um, so Pink Panther 69 says, so tap out shirts are for muscle bunnies, like low cut <laughs> shirts are for gun bunnies. Yeah. You know, like, um, a lot of times you, when you go to like a UFC fight or whatever, you'll see everybody wearing something that says something like I do jujitsu or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's some other, there's some other brands I've seen them. The only place I see them selling those things are in Vegas though. Like the, the other US, the UFC kind of apparel. Yeah. Um, because you got to understand it's where the fights actually happen at and it's popular in those areas. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't uh, say when I was out there in Vegas, there was a mess load of um, jujitsu gyms out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was looking at it. I was like, wow, man, it's like every other store was a jujitsu gym. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of people. In, I think if you live in Vegas, um, you know, there's lots of people out there that are getting fit. You know, lots of working out going on. <laughs> Have you ever been to San yeah. Diego? San Diego. Um, I'm trying to think if I drove through San Diego. No, we didn't. We didn't? Okay, yeah. Okay, Patrick's here. You hey, guys are probably up? hearing him coming in, getting set up right now. Yeah. No, so then I've never been to San Diego, no. My thing about San Diego was it kind of freaked me out because I honestly thought I was getting punked or something. It seemed like everybody was really fit there. The way they ate and people was just running up and down the street. And I was like, wow, man, yeah. this is real. I wish I up there, yeah. but I'm not, it's not appropriate at all. Say that again. 
So there's a joke here, but it's not appropriate at all. <laughs> well, how can you not tell us the the inappropriate joke, Patrick? Hey, just just beep out the inappropriate. There's so many uh, fit people in San Diego. It's all the gays, man. Oh, okay, okay, understood. I was no, I was good. It's, it's got okay. a high gay population there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood. Um, you know what? Um, I was going to say that there's probably someone running around San Diego. And if you are not appropriately good looking or muscled up, they just <laughs> kidnap you, <laughs> you know, and sell your body parts or something like that and get rid of you. Yeah, you know? that's further south in California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's see here. Okay. Yeah, apologies for being late, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's cool. Your voice is a little low, though. Let me see if I can. Yeah, I'm I'm on my phone, uh, driving back to the house. So, um, the uh, I, I've I've had to reconfigure my carry gun like ten times this week because I've been testing a part for a buddy of mine, and mm. uh, like I, I I didn't feel comfortable having an unzeroed carry piece. Okay, uh, what's your carry gun? Uh, right now, it is a 509 midsize that I've modified the crap out of and has a uh, 509 tactical slide on it with a RMR on it. Okay, uh, a five, the house, tell you. okay 509 midsize? Yes, it's a 509 midsize frame, um, and I've cut the little toe off of the back strap to like make it have like a little beaver tail thing. Um, okay, so an FN. Yeah. And then I took the 509 tactical slide, since that was the red dot slide I've got for a 509, and uh, put that on the gun with an RMR. Okay. Um, you, you know what I'm curious about in that? Like, why are you messing with your carry gun? You know, because I, I separate what I carry from what, I mean, you know, and I'm not knocking what you're doing i'm just curious about that I've, I've got several carry guns uh this just happens to be my favorite right now but uh um, okay so the the part that i'm testing is specific to the 509 and uh like if i'm going to put range time in i'm going to do it with my carry piece so i get the practice in okay yeah you want to make sure that it's actually something that you're going to carry it's comfortable right yeah and yeah, all that okay like that it works and performs as advertised and all that good stuff Okay. That I would be using it with. So, um, yeah. You know, that's why. Yeah. So there's lots of love just because I know you're driving and you can't see the chat, but there's lots of love for FN scrolling up right now. Lots of FN love going up. So it's a great gun, man. Like, I, um, to confirm my zero, I, I ended up uh, with my carry ammo, shot a, a, a hundred on a B8. So 10 shots at 25 yards. Um, in under 3.36 inch. Mm -hmm. So like, okay. I was pretty stoked about that. Okay. Dan hates you says, um, I only carry 14 Keltex. So it seems like a poor decision, but you know, you do you. <laughs> yeah. There's, you know, there's a, there's lots of folks out there. Not everyone could ball out and roll with the 509 FN. Dude, yeah, carry, I I mean, if you have 14 Caltex, I feel like you can probably afford <laughs> a, a, a good gun. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's being facetious. I think he's being facetious. No, but I, I do I, know, I, I, I know people that that's their first gun. Like they get a Caltex, one of the pistols, like the um, 380 or the 9mm and stuff like that. And that's their first gun. Um, 
I'm going to see. Let me see. What should you get? Should you, should you get a high point or a Caltech? I think the Caltech's probably going to be more concealable. Um, so Caltech money, where we're talking like 200 bucks, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Caltech is in the 200. High point's probably like, what, the 150-ish? A little less than 200. um, In that like particular price range, uh, a few more dollars, and you're into the Mossberg MC1 SC, which is uh, basically a Glock that doesn't look like a Glock. So I would take that. Yeah, but that just came out. That just came out. That's recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prior prior to that, like for a carry piece, uh, probably a Sky, man. Yeah, but you can also do used. That's what I tell people. I'm not sure like what you can get for around 200 bucks used. People out there, let me. Well, I, you know what? I've seen shields out there for a little over 200 bucks, actually. I'm yeah, yeah that'd be an all right gun. Um, like, yeah, I know it's contrary to popular opinion, but I'm not that big of a fan of the shield. Yeah. For whatever reason, I find it to be very snappy. Uh, it, it, it's it's accurate. Like I can shoot the crap out of one. I just don't love it. I don't know why. Yeah. Um. To, uh. Let's see. Someone here. Big Cliff says Taurus seven oh nine. Yeah, we said good guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So on the subject of the shield, I don't know. Uh, are you familiar with the shield, Mike? Yes, I have one. Oh, you have one. Yeah. Um. I know that Lola likes a shield. I don't like a shield. I prefer the Glock forty three over the shield. But you know. Now, um, compared to the Shield, you know Smith and Wesson. Smith and Wesson also makes um the compact, you know the name of it. Whereas you can put the full size magazine um in it, and uh, I like that one over the Shield. You know, mm-hmm. compare those two. Yeah, that that'd be more uh, like a Glock twenty six comparison. For whatever reason, a lot of people really struggle with that slight bit of extra width. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why you see a lot of people like gravitating towards the single stack nines. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, I can't really like lump that into the same group. Yeah. Yeah. And we're already getting some questions for you here. Treadhead 44 wants to know, what do you think about the new Remington 700 chassis pistol? I don't see a point, um, like in, in buying a factory gun like that. Uh, realistically what's the msrp on that thing uh which one are we talking about are we talking about the one from gearhead works or are we talking about a different one this is is a remington like oem Mm. chassis pistol and if i had to wager a guess i'm I'm guessing the let me look it up north of 1400 yeah um let me see if the comments can find it quickly yeah i'm trying to look it up here uh, okay, interesting. Uh, the 700 CP, I think uh, it's what it's called. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, a thousand twenty. So a thousand twenty. Um, man, like I've seen such shoddy stuff coming out of Remington as of late, especially with their 700 series stuff. That I just don't know if I could like part with the money. Yeah, I think, um, you know what I would say, too? If this really is a thing, if the Remington pistol, if, if like, uh, bolt pistols catch on, you because there's other companies now making bolt guns. Mm-hmm. You'll, pro- you'll probably get some other company making uh, a, a pistol version a lot cheaper than that. So um, if you really want one, if you so really much, want one. 
Yeah, it's, it's not something that, like, I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's, it's more like some of the stuff that I've seen uh, on their receivers because um, a very close friend of mine owns a precision rifle shop, and they were using to build their guns. Um, the amount of receivers they were discarding was 60% of the ones they were buying. Uh, so they would buy a receiver and have to throw it in the trash because it was they couldn't true it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, okay. You're breaking up. So like. Oh. Yeah, you there? Okay, I don't think. Yeah, you're breaking up a little bit. I'll give you a chance to uh, uh, hold up. So let me. Oh. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people in the chat that's saying the same thing about Remington kind of fell off and they're going downhill um, with their stuff. So I think they're backing up exactly what he was saying. Yeah, um, I know that the first like I've shot Remington 700s before and we recently did a video with the 700 where we changed the trigger, but we borrowed that gun. Uh, I never really got deep into them. So I, I've been thinking that maybe I should get one, go through the whole thing. Um, and do some further testing on that trigger, but also just find out about the 700. But I have, uh, I've got several of the other bolt guns that are out there and I haven't really um, seen big problems with them and they're a lot cheaper. Right. So, um, yeah, um, well, I mean, realistically you need, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to sound like a jackass, but like it, there aren't many people that are going to be able to outshoot um, a Remington bolt gun. Um, you, you see claims on the internet all the time of, well, mine is submitted to Bangle with federal gold medal match or whatever their uh, wonder ammo of choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and these dudes are like shooting three shot groups and they saw that one time and that becomes their standard. Uh, so realistically, it doesn't matter. Uh, it, me personally, I know that I'm going to be, I'm going to see some issues with um, accuracy out of the newer Remington stuff. That's why I'm saying I probably wouldn't spend the money on it Um, for the grand price points. I I struggle to really see a point to a pistol bolt gun. I really do. Um, I'm sure there is one, there's a use out there, a good use out there that I'm just not seeing. But like personally, I think I'd rather spend a thousand dollars on our Ruger precision rifle or uh, putting together a Howa fifteen hundred with a bunch of Brownell stuff like the mod minute that I just did, um, the uh, or you know one one of a you know four or five other things. Bergara makes a really wonderful yeah. rifle in that price bracket. Or building up, lots of people are suggesting building up from a clone. Um, yeah, but like when you start building it up from a clone, like, you know, if we're talking a thousand dollars, um, I can spend 400 bucks on a good barrel, you know, plus the Smith work to get it head spaced and all of the things that need to happen to install it onto a receiver and the receiver, um, for a good clone receiver, you're looking at another $500. Um, so like, I mean, just an action you know, getting into one cheaply with a decent barrel, you might be able to pull it off for like $1,100. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not including a chassis or stock or whatever you want to put it into. Right. Also, how awesome do you really, I think people should always evaluate how awesome 
<laughs> do they need this thing to be? I think we should always think about that, right? If you have the money and you just want the best that you can get for your money, that's one end of the scale. It, you know, if you don't have that much money and you, you know, how awesome do you need this thing really to be? Um, yeah, I mean, is it going to be a range toy? Uh, are you capable about shooting um, what is commercially available? All of those things are something that you should take into consideration before you uh, run your card, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have been accused of being an elitist when it comes to stuff, and it's not <laughs> <really> <laughs> that... Do you think that's unjust? <laughs> well, no, so that was a hard-learned lesson. Like, mm-hmm. so if we're, whenever I get involved in something, I, I generally don't half-ass it. I don't, I don't um, take a, a leisurely approach to things. Uh, I, I almost always involve myself like 100% and learn everything mm-hmm. I can about that thing and try to become as good as possible, almost to an autistic level. Um, you know, and like, I'll talk more about that in a little bit. Like when it comes to handgun shooting, like I, I, over the last three months, I, I have spent three, four days a week on the range shooting at 25 yards at B8 bullseyes with the goal of being able to shoot um, you know, all 10 shots in that 3.36 inch 10 ring. Um, but I, I, that, that was, that was a lesson that, that I learned, um, you know, it, in a hard way. Like I would buy something thinking, man, this is ideal. This is, this looks like it'll work for me. And then I would learn that I would progress beyond the capabilities of that particular part or gun or accessory or whatever. Um, relatively quickly because of, of my, my focus on whatever I was doing. And, uh, it got to the point where I, I just refuse to spend money on something that might not be the best possible thing in that category, uh, because I'm going to regret it eventually and okay. lose money as a result. Right. Right. Yeah. I think these are all things people have to deal with. It depends on how, like how, how deep do you get into something, right? You know, what's your budget? How deep do you want to get into it? And, and ultimately I think people should always ask themselves, what are you honestly going to realistically use this thing for? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Realistically. Yeah. You know? I know like people think that, Oh, you know, I'm going to be fighting zombies at a thousand yards. <laughs> or whatever it is, but you really have to th- ask yourself, like, realistically, what am I going to be doing with this thing? And how much do I need to put into it? I'm not saying don't spend a bunch of money, but I think as Patrick is saying, you can always spend that money somewhere else. Right. You know, and get something else that's really going to bring you enjoyment, depending on what you want to do. So that's why that's why there's so um, that's why there's so many options. You know, so many options for people out there. Some people just want to like someone might just say, oh, I want to have a good bolt gun in case one day I need a bolt gun for some reason. You know, and I think in uh, under those circumstances, you really if, if you're getting this thing so that you have it, you don't really need to go all crazy about it. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, and then you have to qualify what the, what is good in your mind. Mm hmm. Yeah. Now I, I can agree with what he said about Remington 700 having the best bolt. Um, cause back when I was in the army, when I won the long range competition, I was using a Remington 700. Okay. And, um, like I said, it was very, 
It was on point. It was on point. So like, was this a standard? Did you guys, you guys didn't change anything on there? You didn't improve the bolt? Well, I was going about to say that it was belonging to the marksmanship unit. So it was a Remington 700 with their scope and everything. So the only thing I had to do was just get it and, you know, shoot it. Zeroed it to me and shoot it. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure that the AMU has... Oh, yeah, they, they modified it. They modified yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great platform to modify. I'll, I'll say that. Right. Because yeah. I think I don't like, I mean, the normal bolts on there aren't that super fantastic. I think it's I just think. more reliable. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's, it's more, you know, because I've heard that more than one time. Like, if you're getting into the long range game, start off with a Remington 700. I've heard that on more than one occasion, you know? Okay. Okay. Um, uh, Dan hates you. Says Patrick, whispering gun snobbery into my headphones is soothing. <laughs> uh, I can I can whisper gun snobbery. <laughs> is that your sexy voice that you're putting on? No, oh no, no. Yeah, don't lie. Lower. <laughs> yeah. So I'm waiting. Oh, Lola's wondering why I haven't introduced you to Mike, but I'm waiting for you to actually turn your um image on so both of you guys are actually at shot show but actually i, I walked past patrick uh two times oh you like did each, oh okay yeah, each, each time i, I was um, past everybody like two times yeah <laughs> but each, each time he walked past me it was um he was talking to somebody and it looked like intense business so i didn't walk over and like shake his hand or anything like that oh yeah. dude like just interrupt the shot show like that's the only way to do it yeah he always looks intense <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yes that's not fair at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? I agree with what Patrick said, though, Mike. Um, I, I've been telling people that, like, there's some people that have been saying to me, oh, I saw you at SHOT Show. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was like, dude, that's the place where you you actually have to interrupt people. Yeah, now, um, now, like I said, if we would have had a conversation previously before, yeah, I would have walked up and shook his hand. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're talking to people in a suit, you know, I don't really want to mess up anything. I don't remember talking to anybody in a suit. Shit. Yeah, it was um actually we were over by the Walther booth actually when I saw you because when we was walking, I pointed you out. And um oh, okay. it, the conversation actually went like this. Hey, that's Patrick Roberts right there. And then um it's like, oh wow, I thought he was a little bit taller than that. Like, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I am I am I'm quite happy with being a short dude. Like uh, when I get on a plane, I'm comfortable. All the rest of you guys aren't man true, true. Yeah, right for me to get a decent seat on a plane. <laughs> See now I like all of them are decent for me. All of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. You know, listen, there's Pluses and minuses to everything. Pluses and minuses to everything. So, um, yeah, we're still waiting for you to get set up. Yeah, um, I am getting onto the computer now. There we are. Um, and, and while we're talking about SHOT Show, I know, Mike, you had a chance to say what you saw out of SHOT Show that was cool. What, what are your some of your cool things you saw out there that you got to have, Patrick? Um, man, this, the, the new, um, the new Surefire light, like, I need that. Uh, the, the, the new Surefire? XR1, I think that's okay. amazing. Okay. Um, what else? I got a list. 
I've got like a shopping list. Let me pull this up. Surefire XR1. Yeah. So uh, dual uh, dual reflector. So dual lens. Oh, uh, wow. Compact okay. Light, 600 lumen max vision beam. Um, wow. Dual. Oh, dual. Dual lamps. Yeah. It's, it's pretty legit. Um, Interesting. <laughs> I didn't see that. But that's actually cool. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. rechargeable battery. I don't know what the um, the battery life looks like necessarily, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm sure it's more. Than Is it enough. dual batteries? Is that the uh, one? That no, have... it's a it's a single. Uh, it single is internal rechargeable battery. Oh, is that, okay. Is that the one where you recharge with the USB cable? It, it's got this little like magnetic clippy thing on it, as I understand. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty cool from what I'm from what I'm um, looking Where, up here. What email did you send that to? Um, I don't know. You obviously have it since you. Yeah, you know, well, <laughs> they all go into like a communal inbox on my phone. Uh, but, well, you know, uh, you know your private communal business. You know, okay, that's, you still are sending it to the wrong email address. Still, uh, you okay? I gotta update your email, I guess. Uh, yeah, I know we've had this conversation like twice. Oh, okay. I'll ask Lola. Send it to, if Lola, if you can hear me, send the thing to Patrick's other email address, please. Because I don't know. Firearmrack.com. It, it ain't hard. Oh, okay. Let me see. Isn't, isn't that? Do I have? Uh, oh, because I've got your Gmail. That's why. Yes, that's that's the old one. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that would help. <laughs> it's, it's, it's you no sent it? Lola says she sent it. Yeah, I, I found it. Um, okay. My webcam now to where it's not okay. like, garbaged here. All right, cool. So uh, while you're while you're doing all of that, I'm gonna show off the uh, I'm gonna show off this suppressor that I have in here from. Uh, from the guys at Liberty Suppressor. Now, let me ask you, Patrick, you have suppressors, yes or no? Yeah, yeah, I do. I've got uh, four cans. Okay, you've got suppressors. What about you, Mike? I got one can with a uh, dead air silencer. Okay, what uh, caliber? Um, the 556, and you can also take the end cap off for the 30 cal, or 308. Okay, very cool, very cool. So here's, this is not like super new. They uh, came out with this, I think, in the middle of last year, but this is the Liberty Vector, and it's a 22. So there we go. Um, and you can actually, if you, I don't know if you guys can see that very thin line there on it. So it's six inches. You could chop it down an inch to five inches. It's modular, I guess, in that respect. So let me see. I'm trying to see if this is rated for twenty, just 22 or 22 Magnum. I think it's 22 Magnum. Now, have you went and yeah. shot it yet? Is this working? Uh, yeah. There you go. Am I loud enough? Uh, yep. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, this just, this literally just came in today. So, um, I, I stayed home long enough to get it, pick it up. And I figured I'd bring it in here and show it off to you guys. It's good looking light can, you know, um, according to the Liberty suppressor guys, very easy to clean. You can take this off and get at the baffles. The baffles are all self-contained. So the tube itself, is really just there to be a casing. And can, you hold up the, can you hold up the end of the tube and bring it up a little bit? Oh, hold on, right there. Where this end? No, the whole end. I want this I want end right here. Look. I want the other end. The other end. Boom. This end. 
Yeah, I was trying to look down the barrel of it. Oh, down? Okay, well, I don't know if you're going to get a real... Uh, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you got it. You got it on point yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. I was just trying to see how much light actually emitted through it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't much, but... um. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see yeah. how that actually... um how that works out for you. Yeah, I'm going to test it out. I'm going to put it on a couple of things. Now, I think everyone should have 22s. Mike, you 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 told me off air you don't have any 22s. Yeah, you need to go on the wall of shame, my friend. Yeah. Well, actually, I can I can put it like this. Um my good friends over my good friends over at CAE Transfers in Columbia, South Carolina, they mm-hmm. have a plethora of 22s. So, whenever I want to shoot 22s, I normally give them a call and they give me about two or three and I can go to the range and have fun with it. Okay, uh, understood. You but you, yeah, you gotta have your own 22s, man. You should have multiple. I'm gonna 22s. get I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get because actually when I start teaching my daughter um to physically shoot a handgun, that's what I'm gonna teach her. Yeah. Uh, so yeah now, I shoot it, I, I shoot it a bunch myself. Like I shoot my twenty two a ton. Yeah. Um I don't have more like to me, the most fun is shooting twenty twos. And um, uh, full auto 22 or bullpup 22, you know, that's full auto probably. And, you yeah, know, I mean, it's but, fun. Um, yeah. I, I get the most enjoyment out of like cheap target practice. Yeah. Um, 22, to me, just 22s are cheap. They're, they're, they're fun to shoot. Uh, a whole bunch of things. They're, when you suppress them, they're super quiet. <laughs> you know? I mean, even when you don't suppress them, they're not incredibly loud or anything like that. Here's a victory that I've had actually for a while. Um, and I had some issues with this and sent it back to Smith & Wesson. But since it came back, I didn't even test it, which I need to do. Um, I don't know what you guys out there think about the victory pistols. I think they had some problems when they first came out. Yeah, I've yeah. seen some issues with the uh, the bolt, the takedown bolt, uh, like seizing and being yeah. an issue. Yeah, I had we there was there were some serious go, issues going on with it. I think there was a recall and I had to. That's what I sent this one off for um, because it actually came in for testing. And then I wound up buying it um, and then realized like, oh, this thing has problems. But there you go. There's that on the uh, on the victory. It looks sweet. But um, how soon before you actually put the video out? Um, you know what? For. Ooh. It's tough to say when videos. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough question that people always ask about the videos when the videos are going out. <laughs> yeah, because that, that looked like it's going to be an interesting shoot right there. Um, yeah, I probably uh, I would like to get I would like to get it up as soon as possible. But I'll be honest with you, like right after Shot Show, a bunch of things start coming in. Yes, it's a test. So. And I don't, you know, there's the way that I prioritize it. If it's something that's super new that no one else has done videos on, it goes to the top of the list. Right. I know that sounds terrible maybe to some people. But that's, that's respect. But, but now how many people actually did a test on that suppressor right there? Um, I'm sure there's some videos on it because it's been out for at least, I don't know, six months or something. No, okay. so, so that's, that's at the top of your list then. Um, no, actually, look, I love I love 22. So I'm going to test the crap out of it, man. I'm going to, you know, uh, I'm going to try to see if I can get a full auto to put this on. Mm-hmm. I got uh, to think about that. So we're showing off 22 <laughs> pistols, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What you what do you have? You know, Mike doesn't have anything. So we're going to have to come up with extra stuff. So I've had my 22 can for a long while. Um, Which one? Let's see. What do you got? 
All I've got is a Silencerco Sparrow stainless steel, super good can. Yeah, those are cool. I've got one. Like I really enjoy it a lot. Yeah, I think that was my first. The Silencerco actually was my first suppressor. Yeah, that needs to be cleaned like bad. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just close that back up. Wow. Like I, I, I don't know if it's gonna show, but like you see all the, uh, the crap, on here. I just unscrewed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now twenty twos are dirty, so that is a thing. Like if I had taken it apart to show how easy it is to clean, which I obviously don't do, um, <laughs> it would have been everywhere. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, it's 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 everywhere. Yeah, twenty twos are twenty twos are dirty. How are the baffles in there? Well, you probably don't want to open up that whole thing. Um, right yeah, I can open it up. Uh, let me grab one of these targets and flip it over, so I've got something to like throw in the trash. Um, so like takedown is really cool. You take the end cap off, and then oh wow, yeah, I you got. Is it a little seized up? No, it's not seized up. It's just super dirty. <laughs> when's the last time you shot that thing um i shot it recently okay now um on the 22 suppressors how often should you clean them yeah um i clean mine like every other range trip generally so you know five hundred thousand rounds something like that yeah i don't know if you can see all that that's that's all the stuff that just was falling out of it yeah. okay that's not too bad uh no no but when my desk is clean uh <laughs> oh, you don't want more to get than dirty. I care yeah so, and some in the line of cleaning someone's asking uh should we use a sonic cleaner i think from my point so, of view it depends on what you have like what materials yeah. yeah 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 uh so if it's an aluminum can titanium anything like that any of the really lightweight ones uh sonic cleaner or our traditional cleaning is fine um while not recommended on my sparrow i use the dip which is 50% hydrogen peroxide, 50% uh, white vinegar. And uh, I just drop all the parts in and let it sit for a day oh, and then dip. come back okay. and rinse it off. Okay. I've never used the dip. I've always wondered oh, dude, what the yeah, hell is great. this dip thing people talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I've heard of it. I'm like, what? Okay. You know, uh, but yeah, it, it like, so it, it ends up creating a hazardous material. So whenever you get that hydrogen peroxide vinegar mix, um, and the lead dissolves in it, it becomes toxic and you have to dispose of it properly. So uh, like, it's mm. not something that everyone should do. If you don't know how to dispose of that stuff properly, uh, you should never, ever, ever just throw it in the trash or mm. pour it down the drain or drink it or anything like that because uh, it is it is super, super toxic. Um, What's that solution again? You said vinegar and what? Uh, vinegar, it's 50% white vinegar, 50% hydrogen peroxide. Hmm. Oh, wow. You just drop all the parts in it. Now, if, if you have uh, titanium stainless steel or any other material that is not stainless steel, um, like you can eat your parts. Like it'll eat them alive um, and okay. start eroding the baffles hmm. and, and ruin your can. So don't do it um, if you yeah. don't know whether or not your can can handle it. Yeah. So uh, read, you asked, read instructions from your can if you still have them. Or look, go to the website, or even you can get in touch with the company. Some companies will clean stuff for you. So you asked about the baffles. I'm going to put something behind it so you can see them. But mm-hmm. um, it's monocore. 
which has the threaded portion here for so you've got uh, the threads for the muzzle and then the threads for the end cap uh, a couple of o-rings and then uh, you have two clamshells that go around that core and that all slips into the tube and the tube's the register part which is super nice so if you get a baffle strike it's just a matter of sending it back to silence of code saying hey i broke my shit can you fix it uh and they'll put a new um a new part on there and you're good to go yeah um, so some people, go ahead i'm sorry yeah i was just gonna say it sounds like the sonic cleaner um is the best way to go um yeah you know i mean Depending, well, easier, on, depending on what your, your thing's made of, depending yeah. on what your thing's made of, and if you can if you can get it in the Sonic Cleaner. Yeah. Uh, so Sonic Cleaner, I mean, you can use water. Like, you know, that, that, that's generally safe for everything. Mm-hmm. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I know there's a bunch of people asking, how do you get rid of the dip properly? What's the proper way to get um, rid of it? I've, I've got a guy that I call uh, that disposes of hazmat stuff. Uh, so you, you'd have to find out. Uh, if there's somewhere locally that you can take hazardous materials to. For so exposure. not that you can't flush it. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, it's like okay. that lead is not soluble. Like you can't get it back out of that, uh, that, that material. So yeah. if you flush your dip, like you're now putting lead into the water supply, which is always going to be there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, look into these things, people. And, and like I said before, there are companies that will actually help you, clean your suppressors and stuff like that. So especially if you um, if you didn't do anything with the suppress, if you just shot it and it gets real seized up or something and you have issues, um, if the company is still in existence, you can always try sending it back to them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that's something I've had you know issues with on my sparrows. Uh, you know, I'll go 1,500 or 2,000 rounds between cleanings and uh, I've got to break out some tools <laughs> and, yeah. and like – beat the crap out of the, the can like i found that a, a socket and a, and a hammer uh, there, I, I found a, a socket that's just the right diameter uh that i can slip in there and you know beat the core out yeah um and then uh, then vanessa kitty says for your info a threaded barrel on a semi-auto pistol makes an assault weapon here in connecticut that's true it's true it's because uh, it's a terrible damn you, terrible damn you connecticut yeah stupid laws <laughs> yeah damn connecticut you bastards. Okay, so I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep uh, taking out uh, 22s. So here's um, I've got oh, here's one of my favorite ones. Recognize this? What? It's a Keltec PMR Man. 22 Magnum. I'm a fan. I listen. This That's is nice. this is a lot of fun. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just removes a lot of the benefit of 22 for me personally. Really? Why? Why you say that? Um. Well, this is twenty-two Magnum, but well, right, yeah, the, the ammo cost, like that's, oh, okay. that's, that's a big benefit to a twenty-two, in my opinion. Yeah, I like a, I like twenty-two Magnum though, man. I'm a real fan of twenty-two Magnum. It's like laser beams. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go out and get me a twenty-two now, just because. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, here's here's the one that I cut my teeth on. Uh, well, oh, I take that yeah, back. Cool. Um, I, I cut my teeth on the uh, M&P. 22 the, oh very the nice Umarex gun um and i i probably put uh i don't know eight nine thousand rounds to this thing um and then it started to have issues and uh instead of sending it in for repair i just replaced it with um a 2245 lights 
uh, Mark III, which um, I, I think is north of 25,000 rounds to this thing at this point. Is that um, your first 2245? Yeah, yeah. This is the first one that I bought. Um, oh, okay. And uh, how does that shoot? Uh, it shoots pretty well. Um, you know, like it, it, it's not half bad. Uh, like uh, at 25, 30 yards, um, a, a four inch steel target isn't you know like undoable pretty with with pretty good consistency um i took the magazine disconnect out on this thing uh put a a match sear in it and did some trigger work on it to get it down to like the three and a half pound range on the single action and uh that was about all i did to this gun okay Um, it used to have a red dot on it okay that's what i was gonna say uh um standard sights yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just got the standard ones on it now because uh, I, I swapped my Vortex, um, what is it, the Venom 3 MOA over to my Mark IV. And uh, that's got uh, like that barrel. Volkartsen trigger in it. Um, and then the uh, burst fast fire mount with a Vortex Mark III on here. And this thing is a hell of a good shooter. Yeah. Like this thing that's the standard stand. barrel that came on that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is as it as it comes. You know, it's got the nice easy takedown. Um, Sweet. Of the Mark IV, which makes yeah. You know what? Happy. I think those. I think those beat out the Victory pistols. To be honest with you, I know yeah. the Victory was supposed to compete with like the Mark threes and stuff. Yeah. yeah well, it, you know, it, it's well, the, even the Mark the Victory, III, the one that I have. Like, I think the Mark three is still still a better gun. Yeah. Personally, you do okay. Yeah. That, that's that's just my my preference. Um, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know what? When I first started, I had one of those and uh, I liked it. It was it was like a little bit heavy and all that kind of stuff, but it was pretty cool. I think I wound up wound up selling it. I did have the Smith and Wesson um, M&P 22 pistol as well as the rifle. You know, uh, so, and I still have those and those were great for like getting my boys into shooting handguns and rifles and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Um, so the uh, 22-45 light comes in at a whopping 25 ounces um, from the factory, whereas uh, let me see if I can find the oops the mark uh, find the, the standard ones. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's something I never. I don't have a complaint about. Like my my Mark III, Mark IV lights are both super super lightweight. Yeah. Hey Hank. What's, what's, Mike? what's up? Somebody uh, just put it out there. Check out the Rock Island. 22 T cam nine millimeter combo. Ask Hank and Patrick for options or opinions. Uh, TCM, TCM, yeah. Um, so that's kind of a goofy round. Um, the well, I'm gonna finish getting this weight. So uh, the standard tactical, which is what I think you probably had, Hank, is like 10 ounces heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh the 22 tcm so you've got 22 tcm and 22 tcm r they are not interchangeable uh one won't go into the other but the other can shoot both and i don't know which one's which yeah and one um, of them works in glock is it one of them works in glock yeah range? that's the 22 tcm r the r right yeah 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 um uh, i would so, be more likely to do something i haven't done anything with it i'd be more likely to do something with that i think there are a couple of barrels out there but they're not common Right. Um, no, but um, uh, Rock Island does make guns in them, and there there are a couple of uh, conversion kits out there. Um, it's an interesting round. Um, like it, it's fast moving. I struggle to really see a point 
um, you know, unless you're really shooting a distance. Um, like the ballistics aren't better than much of anything else. Uh, you know, they, they, like they don't beat out a good nine mil defensive load. So it's not really ideal for defense for me. Um, target shooting, like the, the quality of the ammo and all the, the other associated stuffs, um, not really much uh, of an improvement over anything. It, really it's, it's, you know, about in line with everything else. Cause it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's just just a, a rock island barrel at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I think and, uh, I think folks are always looking for like a five seven competitor, right? Yeah, you I know? don't I don't know why. Like I, I mean, so, I mean, like the five seven just it did ballistically. It didn't. It really wow. Um, it really didn't fit a role other than like lots of bullets in a pistol and. Um, you know, it wasn't executed really, really well. Like it, it, it's not a bad gun. It just doesn't fit into any of the roles that I have a need for. So yeah. I mean, just not, not really my thing. I think there's people looking at it. Like there's a question there about 22 Magnum versus five, seven, you know, people are looking for stuff that could punch through armor and all, and all that kind of thing. And then something that's cheaper. The five, seven was not so available before. It's a lot more available now. Yes, it's it's much much more available nowadays. Yeah. Um, I think uh, the, like the patent ran out or something, and yeah. now Fioki is producing it. Maybe yeah. There's a couple of places I, uh, that I've seen doing it. Here's what I think. Like the, so, with the 22 Magnum, when you get into things and like, what's better than one PMR? Two PMRs, actually. Um, just I'm just saying. But when you when you get into the 22 Magnum, like in something like this, 22 Magnum is really good in revolver, derringer type things or rifles and all that. But when you get into this situation, especially like where these take 33 rounds, I don't even load these up all the way because you can get rimlock, all kinds of crazy things happen, and so you can have feed problems with it. Five seven doesn't necessarily have that problem. Um, if you really yeah. need to have something that's going to punch through armor, I think I've seen like Mac doing videos about this. They're kind of close, right? So the question I would pose for those looking for something that's going to punch through armor, um, why not just use a rifle? Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like the idea of an armor piercing handgun, like it, it, it's, I don't really see the point, man. Like, I, I, I wish I could because, like, people listen. I think there's people that want to that do these thought exercises. There's, there's probably people out there that have legitimate purposes for it, right? I think I've heard that Secret Service uses five seven pistols. I don't know whether that's true or not. Uh, no, no. Um, the Secret Service is using the MP7 now. I think. Okay. Um, okay. Like a four four point six mil cartridge, which. Uh, will absolutely per, uh, penetrate some armor, which, like, yes, absolutely see it. Um, the, the average dude sitting there thinking about stuff in their living room saying, you know what, man, like if somebody comes into this, you know, Denny's and starts shooting and he's wearing armor, um, I want to make sure that I can, you know, take him, you know, take him out and, and protect my life or whatever. Um, I... I I don't know why people need to look for hardware solutions to learning how to shoot better. Cause I mean, if some dudes wearing armor, 
yeah you've got this, this whole basketball <laughs> on, on top of somebody's shoulders and the 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 pelvic region that you can you know take a shot at or or, or don't try to be the good guy uh it, like necessarily that's that's poorly worded but uh well, instead but of look, trying if, to be the if, hero right. um mm-hmm. you know uh it put yourself in a situation where you can get the hell away from the danger. Like you, you, you don't have necessarily, and I don't believe that I do. I don't believe that, um, I have a duty to necessarily stop the threat. I've got a duty to ensure that my life continues on and my loved one's lives mm-hmm. continue on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that, that, that's my focus personally, but, uh, the, the, the whole issue I see with the armor piercing handgunny thing is almost always you are sacrificing terminal performance on unarmored targets, which is going to make up like 95%. Well, shit, I, I would even say 99.9% of armed encounters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, someone is sending me pictures of their, I don't even know if you guys could see that, but of their, uh, I think that's a victory and another pistol that they have there. You know what the thing is? A couple of things to unpack there. One, Victor V says the thought exercise is part of the fun. I do agree with that. You know, people need things for their mind to do. And I'm not trying to knock that at all. I think also the other thing is, look, whatever you have, if you hit that person and it sets them back, then you have, you know, if you have to get into that fight and you hit the person and it either knocks them over or whatever. Oh, that's not how things work, dude. Yeah, you know, but you, but you understand what I'm trying to say, right? If you, you know, if you think that yeah, nine I millimeter mean, is not going to be enough if you hit someone with it. Right, right, right. So if you are in a, this this is just my my thought process personally. Mm-hmm. This is this is, um, what I've come to terms with. Uh, it, like if I'm in a situation where I feel the need to defend myself against an armored target. Um, like I'm going to do everything that I can to remove myself and my loved ones from that situation and let the police who are much better equipped to handle that than I am um, with, you know, ARs and body armor and all that stuff. Cause I'm just some dude in a fucking flannel shirt with a, with a carry gun on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh no i'm not wearing a mag pull shirt this is some <laughs> shit that was on i just i just read was. that myself man I uh, redhead that. I, think. I know you're not rocking Magpole. please tell me <laughs> no dude i love their flannels they're for, they're phenomenal like i've got one of their old uh, brody flannels that is just amazing and uh i just called uh magpul's customer service today to get the sizing and the logger flannel because i found it on clearance um and find out how it correlates to the old Brody. And I'm going to order like one in all of the colors uh, because they really are great, okay. great clothes. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, like if, if I'm confronted by an armed, uh, you know, armored attacker, right. Mm-hmm. A, an armored attacker rather, um, you know, and I absolutely have to take a shot uh, at that person. Um, my play is probably going to be good to, to, to shoot them in the face uh or the pelvic region with the hopes that i can stop that and most likely the face um you know and and like my my buddy chuck and i were talking about this uh about um you know the importance of marksmanship in self-defense and like the idea of the a zone on an ipsic being a stupid arbitrary target and realistically it needs to be hard um you know uh, you know, CNS and all that kind of stuff, uh, because th- those are actual fight stoppers, 
you know, how, how often have you like watched some video of a police shooting where some dude gets shot four or five times and is still returning fire? Um, mm-hmm. You know, true. Yeah. I think there's a whole bunch of things that go into that, you know, uh, probably I'm going to agree with what you're saying. The first thing you need to do is get out of there. You know, uh, make sure you take if you've got people you love there, get them out of there, get yourself out of there. You know, and then it's all just going to come down to um, what kind of training instincts, you know, um, that you have. And it's better to fight than to not fight if you're, you know, if you're backed into that corner. Yeah, of having to do it. Absolutely have to. Um, yeah. And, and that's that's my thing. Like I got into a conversation with somebody yesterday about, you know, um, you know, shoot first, ask questions later. And that's just, you know, like the, the thought process behind that is stupid. Like, I don't, I don't want to take a life. I've got no desire to. Um, but if I need to defend myself, then so be it, you know? Yeah. And we've got to think about it. I don't know what happened in that. Um, I've got to read up on what happened in that mall case where there was this guy that got shot basically by the police when they showed up. I'm not sure if he was a good guy, bad guy. A lot of people were saying that he was a good guy, but the police officer got cleared on that because that guy had his gun out. Right? I'm guessing. I never did yeah, a follow-up yeah. on that either. Uh, you know what? Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up and see. I saw something um, about it here. Um, while he's pulling that up, Mike, you were asking earlier about how well the 22 shoots, and this is why I think everybody should have a 22 pistol. Um, so... That right there is 10 rounds. That is awful with a dark back. There we go. Maybe, maybe. No, it was, you could see it yeah. before you did that, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's 10 rounds at 10 yards with the Mark IV. And then um, that right there is 10 rounds at 25 yards. So, like, you can get some really good fundamentals practice in with a 22 for, mm. you know, pennies versus, you know, whatever, whatever. 45 super fucking like superman you know jack bauer carry gun you've got that's going to cost you a dollar a trigger pull yeah so by the way there's someone else sending me their gun um so here we go i'm going to read this really quick here i know some people are going to have some opinions about this um this is from the washington post just the first one i pulled up no charges against officer who killed black man he mistook for a mall shooter A police officer who shot and killed a black man during a shooting inside an Alabama mall will not face criminal charges. A report released by the state's attorney general's office says that the officer reasonably exercised his power when he shot. uh, What is it? Emantic E.J. Fitzgerald Bradford Jr. three times in the seconds long chaos of what uh, of that Thanksgiving night. The officer saw Bradford holding a gun just a few feet away from a man who had just been shot. Uh, he saw the 21-year-old as an immediate deadly threat to innocent civilians. The report says even though Bradford never fired his gun. So, I mean, that's a that's a lot of unfortunate stuff that went down there. But, Why you know, was he standing over a dude that had been shot? I'm trying to find that. Um, so my recollection of that whole story is that there was this mall shooting. This guy got shot. He, I think, had a CCW, took out his gun. You know, maybe he was going to do something about it. But when the when the the cop got there, he just saw a guy with a gun. And even though he didn't um, shoot at the cop or I don't know if he even pointed at him, he wound up getting, uh, you know, he wound up getting shot. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you want you want to not be in that situation. 
All right, so here I found it. Uh, so a guy named Aaron Brown uh, is is who police are saying was the actual shooter, shot an 18-year-old named Brian Wilson on the mall's second-floor walkway and left him lying outside a J.C. Penney store. Um, Brown ran towards the store as mall shoppers scurried away. Uh, wait, wait, who's who's the guy? Okay, Bradford. Um Bradford, who was nearby, ran in the opposite direction, but he then turned around and headed towards the JCPenney and Wilson with his gun drawn. This is what I'm talking about. Like, you you aren't the hero as a concealed carrier. Like, if you are not in immediate danger, do not head towards the danger. Like, go away. Let the police do their shit. Um, yeah. Were you going to say something about that, Mike? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Um, in that situation, um, your CCW is to protect you. And in that instance, like I said, I would have went the other direction. And then, of course, when cops come in, you can give a visual of what you saw so they can be better prepared. The CCW doesn't make you a police officer. And depending where you get your CCC um, things from, Patrick's pointing at me. Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) If you get your training and stuff like that from police officers, especially, they'll tell you that thing does not make you a police officer and stay out of their business. Police officers get shot, undercover guys or plain clothes guys. They get shot when other guys show up. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's this is like a horrible, unfortunate thing. I think your first responsibility is always to return home safely to your family. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times you always hear people saying that about the CCW as well, whereas um, protecting other people. But I keep saying, worry about yourself before you you know, try to. If you're back, if you're backed into a corner. If That's you're different. backed into a corner with something, you know, yes. Mm-hmm. If if you understand, but you have to be able to understand it. Like if you're not paying attention to a situation that's going down, if you're not paying attention to that, but you pay attention when you hear gunshots, what do you understand about that situation? Chaos. Just just danger. Something something happened here. Gunshots went off. You don't know anything else. Who's good guy, bad guy, or whatever. You know, and the first thing you should be thinking about yourself, maybe your family members, let's get the hell out of here, you know. Um, but you've got to be, you've got to really think about what you're doing. You should really, really think about it, get training, you know, uh, spend some time looking into this and try to avoid being that person who takes out the gun and you're just hanging out with a gun when other people show up. Because yeah. even two CCW people can get into because. Like you got a gun out, another guy might come and think, oh, my God, this guy. And so people are just going to, you know, you have to think about what's going on here. Mm-hmm. No, so. I mean, and if, you know, like if you are the type of person that feels as though um, that 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 uh, Bradford did the right thing by going towards the danger with his gun drawn, like you probably should not be carrying a gun because you don't have your head in the right spot. Personally, that's my opinion. Yeah. Um, like not that you don't have the right to carry a gun, but you just probably shouldn't. Um like I'm, I'm also seeing some stuff in uh, the chat where uh, they're they're you know talking about a civil case and uh, you know um, it, somebody else said something to the effect of uh, his family thinks that Bradford is reacting in the military mindset. Like uh, we, when you are not on duty in the military, you know you 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 need to go ahead and act like you're a civilian, regardless of whether or not you think you're a sheepdog or not. Um, like 
it's the wrong call. Like it's not your, not your job. It's not your duty at that point to go ahead and uh, secure the scene or make sure that there, there's no other shooters or have some sort of, you know, shitty morbid curiosity. Um, this is, this is a really good uh, lesson for all of us to realize that like, if you are concealed carrying a firearm and you feel the need to pull that gun out of the holster, um, it needs to be to, stop a threat to your life or somebody that you care about deeply uh not to be the next jackass talking on the evening news about how i just did what everybody should do you know it's you know what it's hero label yeah it's a terrible thing for his family and of course there's lawsuits and all kinds of things that is not bringing you back there's no amount i'm gonna tell you something i'm a father you can't put you can't put a price on my children's life. You you know, you can't put a, a price on my wife's life. I'm sure that, you know, she feels the same way. I hope. I don't know. But I think that that's not going to really help the situation. It's just going to be lawsuits and all that kind of stuff. And sometimes things go worse, like, or, or go bad. And and no matter what you do, I think there was a case of, um, there, was a, there was another shooting where there was a guy in a security uniform you know, it had security on it and all that kind of stuff. And he was trying to help someone that got shot. And when the cops showed up, they shot him. Different story, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's a little bit different. Um, yeah, that's a that's a different story there of, of what went down. But this one is just one of these unfortunate things of, of, uh, of us not, we're not talking about these kinds of things enough. We're not dealing with it enough. And people just aren't thinking about this, like the realistic scenarios that could happen. So, so uh, Brian Quick said uh, there are cases where civilians have intervened in stopping further carnage and mass murders. Am I suggesting that these people are wrong and shouldn't carry a weapon? I'm not suggesting that they're wrong. I'm suggesting that if you have the mindset that that is your duty to society when you put a gun on in the morning, if you have the mindset that you're going to save the day and be, you know, super threeper. Like you probably shouldn't be carrying a gun because you don't have your head in the right spot. Now, if you are in a situation where you have to stop somebody committing mass murder and you do so, like good on you, probably the right call. But Mm -hmm. if you are actively putting yourself into a situation that you don't need to be putting yourself into, like you don't have a duty to protect others. You've got a duty to protect you and yours. Like, and and this is just my opinion. Um, You know, but you know what? Mindset my, mindset is really important here. Mindset is really important. I'm just going to say this. Like, for example, OK, we had uh, Tig Tegan on yesterday. Right. And, ah. there's the, you know, there's Tig. the move. Huh? Tiggy. Yeah. So, you know, the movie 13 hours and lots of movies like that are not the, the kinds of movies that I love to watch. I do watch them, but they're not the kind of things that I like to watch. And people always say, well, how come you don't like watching those things? The mindset is one of the reasons why I don't like watching those things. I think there's things that people watch and somehow they get it in their head that they're that person and they're, you know, walking around in the same circumstances as those people. And I try to like avoid that in my headspace. You know, I'm not I'm not doing this thing to be like a big badass or anything like that. I'm doing it if you know, so that if I'm backed into a corner, I have options. You know, some people are doing things deliberately to be badasses. And then some people just find themselves in that situation. And some people, it's their job. Like with Tig, that was his job, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and like, I totally agree. I, I like, I 100% agree with, um, you know, Tig's actions, uh, you know, whenever the Megazi incident happened, happened mm-hmm. uh, like where I don't necessarily agree 
is, you know, like rando dude waking up in the morning and think, well, I got to protect the world today, sheepdog threeper, or whatever the hell he's, you know, thinking. Um, yes, L two two eight says, "Am I blaming the movie?" No, I'm not blaming the movie. I'm just trying to say to you that I don't look. I, I when I look at movies like that, um, I take it very seriously. Looking at a movie like that, I don't look at those kinds of things often and get my my brain into a mindset that I'm that person. But I think that there are people walking around that have that mindset that they're some kind of like badass or something. You know, and we have to get out of that. We have to get out of that. If you're in the, if you are that person, if you're someone like Tig or those guys that are out there, if you're soldiers that are out there doing those things, if you're police officers doing those particular things, yeah, you've got to have that mindset. But those, but then there's people that don't need to have that mindset and they're walking around, you know, it's, there's a complete difference between what's going on between their ears and what's happening in the real world. And that's the reason why I take those kinds of things seriously. I'm not blaming the movie or anything like that. What I'm saying to you is people look at all these things and get caught up in it and they think that's them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good way of looking at it. Like now, if you're able to go ahead and separate between fiction and reality and just in, enjoy the story for what it is, um, you know, by all means, whatever. Uh, but if you're one of those dudes that falls asleep to, um, you know, whatever, you know, the yeah. 24 and I'm not saying everyone out there is doing that, but we know, I guarantee you everyone here on this panel, everyone that's out there in the chat, there's probably someone out there in the chat that is that dude, but we all know someone who's out there like that, going around like that, like praying, waiting for that thing for, you know, it's like, okay. Yep. 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 Yeah, you know, be it, very careful with those kinds of thoughts in your head. It took me about, um, about a week, week and a half to watch that movie, the Benghazi movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you know, like, that? um, um, past experience in the military being deployed and, um, you know, the situations that I was put in, it's, it's hard for me to watch a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. when it does, like I said, it just takes a long time for me. Like, yeah, you'll sit there and watch a movie for an hour and a half, two hours. It will literally take me about two weeks to watch that. Yeah. Um, Listen, this is like I was never I was never in the military. Like uh, I think both of you guys were in the military. I was never in the military, but I, I've been in the middle of shootouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um... It's 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 not necessarily the experience, man. It's like uh, who you share that experience with. Exactly. Like me personally, I, ne- I never saw combat, but I, uh, my youngest brother was killed overseas, and um, like watching military movies or stuff like that, I, I just have a really difficult time as well. Um, it, like just prior to my youngest brother being, uh, you know, killed in action. Uh, Restrepo came out and you know, I watched that a couple times because like I really missed the camaraderie of the military. I didn't necessarily enjoy like seeing guys get shot or shot at. I didn't enjoy the combat scenes, but like, um, you know, watching them interact on the fob and stuff like that brought back a lot of really fond memories. And like, post um, my brother being killed overseas, uh, I just couldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I, I really have a, a difficult time. I'm finally getting to the point now where I can watch some of that stuff. But like, if you ask me to sit down and watch Taking Chance, well, you can just go fuck yourself. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Brian Quick says he's a veteran. He doesn't like to watch military movies. I, you know, I do watch those things, but whenever I do it, it's a very serious thing for me. 
you know, it, it always puts me like in a, in a, in a particular mind space or and everyone reacts to everything differently. Look, I remember like movies and all the things that we see out there, even looking at YouTube videos and things like that, it affects people. I remember Eddie Murphy talking about this, you know, like Eddie Murphy's like his whole family, they were boxers. Right. And they grew up boxing. And he has this joke where he says that lots of people go to the, like you go to Rambo, you know, like he said, there'll be some Italian guys who go to Rambo and, you know, they go, oh, not Rambo, um, Rocky. Right. And they'll see a Rocky movie. And then and then you come out of that movie and you're like, oh, I'm going to be I'm going to kick this guy's ass. And then you come across someone who actually knows how to fight. You know, maybe you think it's a little guy and he doesn't know what he's doing. He knocks you out or whatever it is. That thing got you messed up in the head. Yes. Uh, I think probably the most prevalent example I can think of was when Fast and the Furious 1 and 2 Oh, man, yes. Yeah. Uh, The parking lots were, like, just (laughs) insanely dangerous right after every one of those movies got let Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and people see it and they're like, oh, yeah. You know, they they feel like – you know, they, 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 they identify with whatever character was in the movie. And I, they, I, I agree, you know, yeah, I, I could drive, I could drive my little Toyota to sell like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, and they, they were trying man. like, yeah. That, and that, that and was, people died. People died behind that, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. you come out of things like that. There's some kind of like a high or euphoria or something like that, uh-huh. that, you know, I don't, I don't um, know necessarily about that, but like, I feel like they they identify with the characters in the movie and decide that they they that they are in that fictional world that was just presented to them or whatever. Yeah, Victor V. Uh, Victor V. I think said guilty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to remind yourself. You got to remind yourself. You know. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know. How do we how do we go down that rabbit hole? I don't know. I don't even know. Don't okay, know. listen, I've got one, I've stuff. got one more gun I want to show right here. Bam. Oh, I'm gonna beat you up on that one right here. Like I'm gonna <laughs> Well listen, we're showing twenty twos. We're showing twenty twos, man. So this yeah, is twenty twos. No, right here. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. This is a really cool one right here. Yeah. Well, there we go. The takedown. Did you did you see that our friends at Brownells are now making like you know they have the uh, they are making a takedown receiver yeah, yeah yes I've got, one I've got to build one I've got to build one um yeah I've got I'm one in order I'm I'm gonna swap the uh the receiver out on this guy but um so okay so did you put the did you buy this like this or you put the oh, uh, no. the Magpul kit on here no yeah no this is a um uh Magpul backpacker X twenty two stock mm-hmm. um. It started out as a standard takedown Ruger 1022. Put a new uh, charging handle on this thing here. Yeah, there you go, big old you know a knobbier one. Um, I dropped a pick rail on top with an RMR uh, Type One RMR 01. Yes, and a Tactical Solutions uh, barrel on here. So right. like uh, it's, is that uh, threaded? Yeah, that, is that threaded? Yes, it That's is threaded. threaded. Yeah, it um, is. Yeah. And then it's got, I think it's got the Ruger BX trigger in it. And I've got a Volkertsen buffer to keep the bolt noise down when shooting it suppressed. Uh, the Volkertsen, um, like auto bolt release. And there was okay. another part in here somewhere that I can't recall what the hell it was. Yeah. Would you do you prefer buying like a Ruger 1022 or building one up? Um, I, I, I 
It depends. Like Ruger just had like they 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 produced a uh, ten twenty two light that was pretty close um, to what I would want out of my ideal ten twenty two, but it just wasn't quite there. So generally, I end up building them, and I, I honestly have no idea how much I've got tied up in this thing, Richard. But it's awesome, and it's a ton of fun to shoot. And I take it with me when I go out to the in-laws and go shoot squirrels and snakes and all. How much did you say you have in that? I have no idea. Yeah, no oh, idea. So because uh, Richard is saying fifteen hundred uh, twenty fifteen hundred dollar twenty two. Let me math real quick, and is I it? can kind of tell you. Yeah, that. Oh, let me while, see. While huh? while he's doing the math, I can show you the last handgun that I got. Okay, cool. Ago. Yeah, man, let's see it. I need to show my five hundred nine. Walther. Uh, if that is a Q5 steel frame, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> oh, what is it? No, nah, it's just um, regular PPQ. Okay. All right. Fair, fair, All right. fair. Yeah, no, like that, that Q5 is. Oh. Yeah, no, I got the Q5 um, polymer one, but I don't have the steel frame. Oh, man, dude. Like, I shot the poly frame next to the steel frame at range day, and I am in love. Oh, God. You felt the big difference good. in that, too, didn't you? Yeah, for whatever reason, the poly frame's got a lot of snap to it, like a yeah. strange amount of snap. Like it's a really violent recoil impulse, even as like heavy as the um, heavy as the uh, the slide is. It was mm-hmm. weird, but like when you moved to the steel frame, it was just a soft shooter. Okay, yeah. you guys really like that those Walthers, huh? Uh, dude. Uh, so if you, I don't know if it's on his his business page. Let me double check before I say something. Yeah. By the way, Rob sent me this picture of his uh, Ruger 10-22 Charger pistol. Uh, let's just see if we can get it on there. Boom. There you go. So those are cool. I like the Charger pistols. Um, and by the way, you can get integrally suppressed barrels for Ruger 10-22s, rifle and pistol length. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, the only reason I didn't do that on, on mine is I wanted to be able to travel, um, you know, like wherever the hell I wanted to without having to worry about it. Uh, there we are. Is it on his? Yeah, Alex Capiza says it's not even the integrally suppressed one. I know, I know, you know. No, yeah, it's not. <laughs> Everyone can't rock the uh, integrally suppressed ones, but they are cool, man. Yeah, they are. I just I like the ability to to swap one can within you know, several different uh, yeah whatevers. Um, Armament and Axis wants to know your opinion on the new Mossberg pistol. I shot um, it, but you shot. I don't know if Mike did you get to shoot that? No, I didn't get to shoot the new Mossberg pistol. Okay, a lot of people yeah. who shot it, they were telling me like they liked it, um, but I, I I wasn't impressed to go. Um, when I shot it, here's my here's my opinion of it. There isn't much notable difference to me between shooting that and a Glock. And that might sound like that's a bad thing, but I don't think it's a bad thing because you're talking about, you know, a completely different price category. So if it actually like winds up being, you know, something that's durable and all that kind of stuff, then it's, you know, it's a good thing. Right. So that's my opinion. Yeah. So I I took it apart um, while I was, at range day, I, I, I asked him if it was okay, and I started taking it apart and really looking at it. And, it's easy um, to take apart, right? I, well, I mean, like, you know, more so than other people were doing. Like, dude, I walked around the show floor with tools in my bag this year. It, oh, it, like, you took it You took it past the t- the normal take Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm that dude. Um, okay. So, 
All right, cool. Yeah, um, it is on his which call, and that's in your video. Um, oh, you didn't do a video? No, I didn't do a video. Okay, do okay, video. cool. All right, that would have been cool, man. I would have wanted to see you taking that thing all the way down. Um, I'm gonna end up buying one. I think it's neat. Uh, I, I think that the like the quality of some of the the components inside there aren't quite where like I would prefer them to be. The the springs looked a little bit cheesy, uh, like, um. You know, they they were sourced from a lower quality source, but um, right about two hundred bucks, two hundred and twenty-five is where I think the thing's going to live. Maybe two fifty. Uh, I think it's a really cool option, and I think that with like using some Wolf Springs to replace some of the parts, uh, should they present to be a problem later on down the road, like I think it's a really cool option. Yeah. Um, Alexis asked, "Nope, nope, 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 nope. You shut up." Uh, uh, <laughs> they asked they let you do that uh, let is a uh, that's, that's a loose <laughs> term I just kind of do <laughs> yeah you gotta spring stuff on people like I found like I was asking the question where are people on the second amendment and by the way Mossberg had a good answer to that but if you if you let them know you know you gotta go do the thing and then ask I'm not saying just take it apart. I, th- I don't think that's right. But if you right. ask and they go, hey, okay, then you're there, right? Where can I? Okay, here we go. Let me try yeah. the, this. Also, the other thing I noticed, like when I was talking to them and stuff like that, um, they didn't seem super happy about the fact that you can use Glock magazines in there, like from the Glock 43 and i think it's because glock went and switched up and went over to the 43x and the 48 and kind of surprised everyone and now it's like "Mm," because glock doesn't care about the 43 anymore uh i don't know if i get that impression i think they still care about the 43 i think that they're just offering another model um, if they discontinue the 43, I'll be really surprised. I know. I don't um, think they're going to discontinue it, but I know when I was talking to them, I was like, so what about the 43? No. Do I just get rid of that? And the guy was like, yeah, basically. Well, yeah, they want to sell more guns. Why the hell wouldn't they yeah. say that? Uh, answer your question about the, the Q5. Um, so I just pulled up a uh, picture of a target. That is a B8 bullseye that was shot at 25 yards uh, slow fire. That means standing with two hands. Um, with the Walther uh, Q5 match steel frame by my friend Bill Blowers over at Taprak Tactical. Um, that is 10 shots, man. Mm-hmm. Like, to, to yeah, give that's... you an idea, uh, that, that is, is... What caliber really is that? Not easy to do. That is 9 no. millimeter. Yeah. Um, okay. So 9mm, uh, and he's got... Let's see. It's it's a hundred score, which is phenomenal. Like shooting a hundred at twenty five yards is not easy uh, to begin with. Much less putting, you know, it looks like uh, seven rounds in the same freaking hole, in in, in like a, a inch and a quarter size group, something like that. That's that's, mm-hmm. that's freaking really cool. Yeah, Treadhead forty four says I took a Diamondback AR part at a booth one year and they got pissed. Oh, people get mad at me all the time, but I just put it back together and go on my way. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, it's one of those things, right? Depends on depends on who you are, I think. Uh, Archangel wants to know, what's your opinion of the Truth Pistols, and will you be getting one? Do you know the Truth Pistol? What the hell is that? 
that's from uh, Kevin Dixie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Dixie came out with uh, his own pistols. They're called the Truth. I think they're built off an HK VP9 and VP9C. Uh, I'm not you, you, yeah, you probably didn't come across that. So there you go. That's your answer. Yeah, no, I, I just I'm not I do not love the VP9. I think it feels really great in the hand on the, uh, you know, when you're standing at the gun counter. But once you get it out on the range and, you know, like actually start shooting it, I, I find a lot of things about it that I really don't love. See, yeah, what's think, he what's uh, he asking for this this truth pistol? Um, I can't I remember he's what setting the price, the price right now, but it's going to be around nineteen hundred or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. one thing that. about the the truth is, it's just like anything else. When they do redo a handgun, um, they revamp everything on the inside, so it should shoot better than the original VP nine. Yeah, so my thing with the VP9 specifically is like um, while the uh, European-style mag release really can kind of be optimal for some guns uh, on a full-size gun, I just don't dig it. Um, the it, Like looking at his builds specifically, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second, like now that I'm seeing him. Like I saw something on him, but I just didn't make the connection. Um but the VP9 has a heavy slide, and uh, the where on on a gun where this particular part, um, whatever you want to call that piece, sits mm-hmm. on the gun vertically has a lot to do with it. Like it's it's not necessarily bore axis, because so, I really hate that that the that term and the misunderstanding of, but like the slide weight plus where that's placed on the grip of the gun doesn't allow me to get high enough on the gun to get it to shoot as flat as I would prefer. Um, now, I admittedly, I don't have a huge amount of experience with a VP9, and I should be getting my hands on one of the newer ones uh, here pretty soon to go ahead and kind of put some uh, time in on the range and uh, reevaluate my opinion. But like, I just, something about them just never struck me as, you know... Um, I know, like, the VP9s for me, I never, I never got locked back but that's probably something to do with my hands or whatever. Um, yeah, so, so it's, it's, they, they, they've got kind of a goofy lev, uh, like slide stop on it. It's really, really long. It's, mm-hmm. it's like this long, right? And like the actual part that you, you can depress to release a slide is like, you know, over an inch long. Um, and it, it's in a spot where like if you put your hand or your thumb anywhere near it, um, it's just not going to lock the gun back. Yeah. Yeah. And then other than that, uh, I like there's some HK guns, obviously, that I like, like anyone else. But I would probably buy the clones just because I don't like HK. Now, Kevin Dixie, I like him. He's cool. You know, but HK themselves, I'm not a huge fan. You know, it'd be a long time before I actually put some money in their pocket just because they when I started doing this, they would tell me all the time we give two shits about the civilian market. So whatever. There's a lot of companies that are like that, man. Like, I I mean. I can't hold that against the company for wanting to make money. Um, no, I don't. But if you tell me you don't care about me as a civilian or whatever, then you know I'm going to take that to heart a little bit. It will no, take mean, some time to work that out of my system. So, I mean, I, I've had a bunch of like there are several companies that uh, I'm pretty close with that 
like have told me that their focus is not the civilian market. And like when it's explained to me, um, then I'm like, Oh, I get it. It's a business decision. It's not because you don't, you don't care about the civilian market. It's that we are cheap fucks and the not civilian market has money and places giant orders. Um, all right, so I wanted to loop back to this the truth gun. Like I'm, I want, I, I'm gonna have to reach out to Kevin and see what the hell he was thinking. Um, it looks like he put a vortex venom on there. Like he's had the slide milled for a vortex venom, which is like not a a, a red dot that I would ever. Well, uh, I think you. Uh, so he he came on with us for about two hours, and there's a podcast on that whole gun where Kevin is explaining it and taking a bunch of questions from us. If anyone wants to see it, of course, it's yeah. probably a good idea for you to reach out to him. He did say that you get your choice of, so when you buy that, you get to tell them what optic is going on it. Okay, good. So it, you don't have to go with his setup. So basically you, if you have a, a, a VP nine or a VP nine C, then you can send them in and they'll do this to it. Okay. Or you could buy it and then tell them the op, the things that you want done to it. So that's good news. So this isn't yeah. like a package, like what I'm looking at right now. No, you've it's got not, some customization. Yeah. The real cool stuff is the box that comes in, all the foam work that's done to it. Oh, yeah, and then, I don't care about and then that. Kevin's own little twists on it and stuff like I'm saying, but that's where, you know, those are the things that are pretty much set in, in what he's trying to. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to uh, like do some looking, but like, Mm-hmm. Um, it, 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 short answer. No, I won't be getting one. It's not, not my jam. Like what I'm seeing right now doesn't offer me anything that I, I really think, uh, is beneficial to me as a shooter. Uh, like the slide serrations, the forward serrations, like in the window, how he has that all set up. It's just not really optimal yeah. for my style. So, you know, that's that. I understand that. I think you're the kind of guy you mess with every gun that you get anyway. So I think you're the kind of person that you're going to want to uh, yeah, I'm, do your I'm, thing I've in your own way. Super particular about um, like how something is laid out, like how how things are. Um, you know, it, like I'm, I'm really particular about holster stuff, and it's like I'll try something and I'll see elements of it that I really love, and. Uh, find a way to incorporate those elements into something else that I really like um, and, and try to come up with the best possible tool for my, my application. Uh, and, and when it comes to handgun stuff, like all of my guns look really, really similar. Um, you know, like the, they, yeah, I'll give you an example here. Let me clear my other carry piece and grab another one. Oh God! Yeah, man. and by the way, we're over the nine o'clock hour. We we'll probably oh. go. Are you good to stay on, Mike? You good or? I got something else to do. Yeah. Okay. So we're going a little bit over here. <laughs> you know, we can't say no to Patrick if he's going to show us guns. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, um, Gorn is the way to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go, we'll go over for a few minutes here and take a look at some guns. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Armament and Axe is, is asking me if Katie did Katie say you couldn't set you could send any gun in for customizing other than a high point. Um, I think he said something along those lines, but I would want to send in a high point. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think that outcome would be too good. Yeah, I would want a high point to be truthized. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. So. Um, you know, kind of taking a look at the guns that I carry. That's also a bad example. Yeah. And Mike, um, do you have something to do with the truth guns or is that strictly? That's all yeah. Kevin. That was all Kevin. Um, 
Only thing he told me about it was that he was working on a project. He didn't elaborate on anything. I didn't ask questions, but that was all him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it looks like a cool build. You know, it, it looks like you know most of the the, the fancy, uh, you know. Yeah, like um, Patrick is giving his opinion here without like knowing anything about this, so you're gonna hear no, yeah, his yeah, I opinion. Mean, of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's <laughs> a really uninformed opinion. No, I'm I'm looking. I I don't think he's got more than one slide cut. Does he? The slide cut. Oh, I'm trying to. I think he had. Didn't he on have side the and top on yeah. the side? Yeah. On the subcompact, it was just the top. And on the full size, I think it was on both sides. Yeah. So, man, let's see. Yeah. We did. We've. I've got a video also on Hank Strange from this gun that's about 50 something minutes long. Yeah. Kevin long. basically tried to kill me while Lola was about to throw the camera at me. That <laughs> um, you guys can look at. If anyone buys it, just tell him Hank sent you. Because if I think if 10 people tell him that Hank sent him, then he has to do whatever gun I send him. He has well, to truthize it. I think uh, um, the last time I talked to him, he was already over 15. From me? No, nah, I don't know about from you, but I just know oh, the number was uh, over 15. All right. <laughs> okay. truth. All right. So yeah. uh, subcompact. Uh, yeah. It's just more YouTube stuff. Um Anyway, like I was saying, I'm I'm really particular about the things that I look for in a gun that I'm going to use for self-defense. Um, this is the one that I was um, at the range uh, re-zeroing today, and um, you know, generally my my carry piece has a TLR7 on it because at this current time, this is the best possible light that I have found that is a compact size, meaning it doesn't extend beyond the muzzle of a Glock 19. Um, I don't love the switches on it, but it is 500 lumens. It takes CR123A batteries um, and has been reasonably reliable. Um, um, every one of my carry guns, uh, they, they all have Trijicon RMR 06s. Mm -hmm. They're all 3.25 MOA uh, adjustable that I can adjust with the little buttons. They all have backup iron sights. Um, I prefer black ones. Unfortunately, nobody makes only black. These these are tritium night sights on the 509. Um, and they all have forward and rear serrations with these really big, deep valleys that extend all the way to the top of the slide and um, really narrow uh, peaks. So like the, the, the serration part that's cut into it is really big and wide. And... Uh, like you can kind of see those really well on that gun. Uh, now my Glocks that I carry are much the same. You see how they've got these really deep, wide valleys and really shallow, uh, really narrow peaks. And then the top gets serrations as well. And uh, uh, there's a really big reason for this. And it's not that uh, I believe that press checks are the way of life. It's not that, um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, looking cool is paramount to being successful if you need to defend yourself. It has everything to do with I don't want to put my hand on the dot if I can help it. Um, if I need to run the gun off of the, the dot, like that's not a big deal. Um, but if I can keep my fingers away from that lens, which mm -hmm. can like cause a smudge and like mm -hmm. dick with how it projects the dot um i'm gonna do that so like almost all of my administrative stuff is up here and um 
if you look at like the 509 as well as the Glock, the Glock's a little bit further back uh, from the, the muzzle, but I like my serrations to be kind of uh, about an inch from the muzzle. So the way ATEI does it really, I found to be like what I've fallen in love with. And, you know, whenever I'm making ready with a gun, if I'm, you know, loading it, my, my hand comes up there like this and that's just how I run the gun, but mm-hmm. super particular about uh, my carry guns. Like, they all have the same triggers. They all have the same style of mill work. Uh, they all have the same yeah, because arm it's all, they're all for you, right? I mean, it's the yeah, way that you're going to exactly. handle those things. So what happens is, like, no matter what gun it was that you chose, you're going to wind up doing this kind of treatment to it because that's how you handle it. That's what you're going to default to, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's what has, and I hate using the term, but it's 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 what works for me. Um, you know, it it. it my performance with these guns seems to be pretty good. Uh, you know, having it, having them set up like this, I can shoot them just about as well as I can a race gun. Um, you know, I can carry them without much of an issue. So all of, all of my carry guns kind of work like this. Uh, we are rocking. So, and, you, and you junk carry for anyone who's. You know, yes. I, I appendix carry because yeah. I understand how, to properly and safely carry in that particular place. So I've got a, uh, this is a prototype Henry holster, uh, 509 TLR7 holster with discrete carry concepts clips. Um, you'll find Henry clips, holster, uh, Henry holsters. Yes. Okay. Um, you'll find those on uh, these clips on just about every holster that I actually use, um, for carry. So, um, on this 10 core, 10 core, 10 core, 10 core, whatever it is, uh, Velo, I am running discrete carry concept clips cause that's what comes on them. They work really well. Yeah. Uh, running that on this, I've, I've got a modified Filster, uh, spotlight for TLR seven that also has those. They all have some sort of wedge, um, or a uh, claw on them. So there's the mod wing and that's on just about every holster that I use because understanding how all of that works Right height is important on appendix, as is rotating the gun in towards the body. Um, and then all of them get a foam wedge on the back to tilt that gun back in towards my body like that. And uh, it, it promotes concealment when I'm like bending and all that kind of good stuff. So they all look oh, the same. That's very cool. That's cool. Uh, I never saw the foam wedge before. So there you go. By the way, shout it makes a world of difference. Yeah. Shout out to Harry's holsters that does... Yes, Andrew Henry is uh, is the man. Um, you know, uh, most of you guys are carrying a holster that was built on a form that he designed and milled, uh, and don't realize it. Uh, okay. he, he, he supplies a lot of uh, bigger name holster manufacturers with vacuum formers and molds and things like that. Oh, okay, very cool. All right, listen, I don't want to keep this going. I know Lola's got some stuff to do, but you guys, you got some incredible born from the safes of uh, Patrick Roberts today. <laughs> and, and you're planning, I think we're, um, you're, you're, are you coming on next week or something? Uh, apparently I am. I didn't know okay. I was. Oh, okay. Well, I, no, I don't want to get in the way of Lola and the scheduling, but we'll get, we're going to get Patrick to come back on here and do stuff as well as Mike. Uh, what I want to do is wrap it up, though, because Lola's telling me she's got some stuff to do. So let me ask. Oh, I got to eat. Yeah. Mike, what do you want the folks out there to know before we get out of here, man? Um, if anything else, please go follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Follow me on my journey to become um, to get my A-class rating in competition shooting. 
And then go check out www.m-wtactical.com and follow me on all the other projects that I'm doing. Okay, very cool. And I encourage Mike and Patrick for you guys to link up somehow. So next time you're not strangers. Patrick, what do you want the folks out there to know before we get out of here? Uh, Stop buying stuff to try to make you better and go and practice, please. Okay. Good advice. Yeah. Get some training. No, man. Like just, 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 just go put meaningful practice in. Like yeah, that's true. Figure that's out true. where you yeah. suck, and then get better at what you suck at. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, you can you can find uh, my stuff uh, in a bunch of places. Um, most of the really great stuff ends up on firearmrack.com. Uh, I've got a couple of guys that are also doing some pretty awesome work over there. Um, so firearmrack.com is the best place to find the stuff that I'm up to. Um, also Instagram at the Patrick Roberts. Uh, I don't, not really doing so much with the YouTube thing where I'm currently revamping my plan for YouTube, but that is youtube.com slash firearmrack. What about Instagram? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Patrick Roberts. Um, okay. but, um, yeah. And then you can find my stuff over at Amaland, uh, recoil web, and sometimes the truth about guns, uh, as well as other places. Uh, so I'm kind of everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere, everywhere. He's everywhere. Okay. Very cool. Um, thanks to Patrick. Thanks to Mike for coming on. Thanks for all you guys hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I have no idea right now who's coming on. To- oh, is it Pincus tomorrow? Lola. <laughs> Pinkus. Yes, Pinkus. Pinkus is going to be why, here. Why don't, why, why don't you guys invite me when I can, I can sit there and troll Pinkus in the, the, the thing? You can. You can. You want to troll Pinkus? I, I love Pinkus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> working dude. Um, I have an idea. It's going to be a fun show. So you guys need to tune in tomorrow for Pinkus. Oh, yeah, we'll, we will be back. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We are out of here. Peace. Make sure you subscribe and ring the bell and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. We're out.